0: What up, what up, what up, man? The Real Coach JB here on The Coach JB Show. Rise and shine with me. Hit the notifications, the bell notifications, your like buttons, and pound the like on the show. Become a member today if you're not one. And head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Get you 20% off until January 5th on all merchandise that I have. Uh, This show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code B L E A V. Get you 20% off on your welcome bonus. And please understand, um, CanadaCBD.com is another spon- a sponsor of the show. You can use my promo code Coach JB, all caps, plus our new proud sponsor, the builder of my new slapdick cigar lounge bar uh, in our studio, plus the Coach JB studio that will be soon used that we used last night for a live watch party uh, right before the unfortunate events. Is Keonas Builds, Q-U-I-N-O-E-Z, Builds on IG. Follow him, and if you need anything built, let him know. He's the best. Uh, NFL's first canceled game in quite some time due to the horrific freak accident that happened last night uh, to the young man, Hamlin. Prayers go out to the young man who is now fighting for his life. We all hope he makes it uh, through. As we all know, there is more to life than football. Uh, Matt McChesney will be joining me this morning to discuss that, plus the college playoff title game and the NFL playoff race as we wrap up the regular season. It's all brought to you by BetOnline.ag and candidipcbd.com. Head on over there. Uh, We're going to get after this one this morning. Um, Hey, man, regardless of what you think, it's going to be a real live event, and this show is going to be raw and uncut as always. So you like it or you don't, we're going to get into it right after this. man i appreciate everybody joining me this morning man here on this uh live coach jb show as we always are uh 6 to 9 a.m pacific share this on your socials let everybody know let's blow this thing up 2023 make it the best show on the internet uh as you know i'm already the realest on the internet a lot a lot of different things uh going through everyone's minds this morning as we rise and shine here on the west coast in a rainy southern california day uh, we're probably hitting the work day on the East coast and, um, appreciate everybody joining me last night for what we were going to have an epic live, uh, watch party as it was starting off great. Um, and our new slapdick cigar studio and coach JB show studio, uh, built by Keonis built, uh, what a great bar setup! what a great setup we have now so we can do different things on the show. We're going to have live guests in that studio as well. Um, Having said that, everyone's mind is racing right now going through everything that's happened. And, uh, you know, we all have to understand that um, contrary to belief uh, of what Ryan Clark and the ESPN people say, um, nobody's deserving of anything. So when we say that this... Kid doesn't deserve it, um, I think it's a little bit far-fetched. And we're gonna, I'm gonna dive into it. Um, you know me, I'm gonna keep it real, regardless if you like it or not. Uh got a lot to discuss. Let's get after the quote of the day before we get started. Um, it is impossible for a man to learn what he thinks he already knows. <laughs> I gotta break that down, man. Uh, it is impossible. To for a man to learn what he thinks he already knows. I get too many fucking DMs from you dick writers who hit me up trying to spark conversation like you're a fucking female in my DMs or like you're a man trying to hit up a female in her DMs. You ask me my opinion and my thoughts and then you get mad when I tell you the truth on who is who in this profession. Don't ask me then, motherfucker. Quit asking me then if it hurts your feelings. Stop wasting my fucking time. It is impossible for a man to learn what he thinks he already knows. How about you shut up and have some humility and fucking listen to someone else Experience perspective before you ask me. Then, if you don't want to know the truth, don't ask me. But it blows my mind that you motherfuckers are unwilling to learn something new and think you know everything. You know all fucking things as you work at fucking Walmart. Shut the fuck up. You don't know. And I don't know. I do not know everything. And guess what? If I ask somebody their opinion on something, I take it for what it is, their opinion. And if they're more experienced than me in the aspect or in the area that I'm asking, I'm going to take it and I'm going to look it up and research it and take their advice on it if they've done this more times than me. It blows my mind. I get secondhand embarrassment from some of you fucks. Who hit me up and asked me my opinion on things or ask me what this is or ask me what that is. And then I tell you and then you get mad at me. <laughs> it blows my mind. I got fucking unbelievable. I can't believe it. Um, poll question, man. Should the game have been canceled last night um, as it was? And did they take too long to make the decision? Um. Drop your comments down below. Um, I'll get to you guys in a second in the chat. I appreciate you guys already hitting this thing big and this morning. Um, make sure you pound that like button and subscribe. And uh, become a member if you're not one. $1.99, the best ninety nine you can spend. You spend more than that on fucking Starbucks every day. So the game had been canceled as it was, of course. And did it take too long to make the decision? I'm going to dive into that regardless of what you believe or think. Uh, we're gonna give you some real perspectives. Matt McChesney's gonna join me and give us his as well. Guy that played six years in the NFL. We're gonna break that down. Contrary to belief, um, brought to you by Kionis Builds. Uh, make sure you follow them on IG. There, who built my bar uh, in uh, in my new studio, which we launched last night on a live watch party before the tr- uh, horrific events happened. Um. Contrary to belief, man, I got some real shit I just wanted to drop that I've been thinking about all night. As I, you know, I don't sleep. Uh, if it's not right, don't fucking do it. If it's not true, don't fucking say it. I don't understand why that's so hard. If it's not right, don't fucking do it. And if it ain't true, quit saying it. I don't lie. I'm just going to throw this out there. You know why? Because I have to remember it when I lie. I don't want to remember shit. That is why I don't lie. That is why a lot of you can't handle me because it's too real and uncut for you. If it's too true and too real and it hurts your feelings, then don't be around me. Don't ask me. Don't try to spark conversation like a bitch would. If you want to spark conversation, I talk to more than anybody else that you know. I talk to more people than anyone else I know that hits me up. I am fucking always trying to respond, especially to anyone that supports me. But even the guys that don't support me or the girls that don't, I try to engage with them because at least you give the you gave a square to piss right. So I'm just a real one. I don't it it don't matter if I was at if this show was as big as Pat McAfee, I would respond to you on social media the same as I do now. I will still talk shit to you too because I'm a regular Joe like you. But what I am different in is when somebody tells me something that is real or true or uh, a possibility, I listen and take heave and I fucking sit there and say, okay, that could be true. I don't sit there and say, no, you're wrong. When you don't even fucking know what you're talking about. It is embarrassing to watch some of you say this shit after you ask a motherfucker. It don't make no sense to me. It blows my mind. But that is what it is. That's social media. Comparison destroys personality. Contrary to belief. Comparison destroys personality. And contrary to belief, sometimes the issue is simply that their ceiling is your floor. And they can't deal with that. The people that hit me up can't deal with that their ceiling is where I first get out of bed. The fucking floor. My feet hits your ceiling every day. That is something you cannot comprehend out there. When my fucking floor is your ceiling and I step on you every morning, you're mad at me. I'm sorry. I didn't know that this was a fucking everyone's equal fucking world no it's not unfortunately and we're going to dive into this this morning um let me get to the comments i appreciate everybody hitting me up um appreciate everybody on the show hit the like button subscribe become a member brian folsom new member appreciate you um how about great quotes like jb greg u.s marine how about the Coach Prime uses fucking my shit. How about we don't talk about that enough? But you know what? I'm not here to blast Coach Prime and Deion Sanders. Uh, I got great friends on that staff now. But I'm going to be honest. I know for a fact that he does shit that I do. And I know where he got it from me. But nobody wants to talk about that at all. And we're not going to break that down. This ain't a dick measuring contest. All I'm telling you is some of you guys need to fucking pay homage and understand that just because of I coached at and what I've done my entire life, there's a reason that motherfuckers wear my work shirts in a bowl game on their staff and on the sideline like Coach Creighton does at Eastern Michigan. My work boot Wednesday motto that I brought to p- football coaching where on Wednesdays we wore a hard hat and a fucking mechanic shirt, they have adopted it and used it on their sideline in bowl games. Y'all need to understand Coach Creighton came to my office and took notes for a fucking full day. So has Coach Fritz, who just beat USC yesterday at Tulane and is one of the top five best coaches in America, in my opinion. Great friend of mine. Uh, but we don't talk about that. And I don't, you never hear me say that shit either, right? Have you ever? I always will talk shit. I'm always gonna talk shit. And I'm always gonna talk shit and, and especially when dick writers talk. But you don't come around and see me say, you know what? I know more than you, and you, you, you. No, what I tell you is the truth. And what you saw on Netflix does not even show 1% of what I do. So go do research and ask people who I am and what I know before you just judge me on a show for yelling at fucking people all day. Go watch Nick Saban all day. Let's see if he yells at people. (laughs) But yet, you anoint him as a great coach. You anoint me as a great asshole. Perspective is reality, unfortunately. Some of you have to take off your blinders and open up your ears and learn to listen instead of just hear what you want to hear. Sorry to break this news to you this morning on this Talk That Talk Tuesday, but I'm going to talk that talk. Um, So I just want to be clear with all you. Tulane's OC trash with my OC in college. I don't understand what that means, pregame fitness. I have no idea what that means. Um, I have no clue. But I know who Tulane's offensive coordinator is, and he's a good friend of mine. And he was the head coach at Central Missouri. Uh, So I don't know what you mean. And he is far from trash, my young little friend. Um, But that's something you'll never understand. Because you think trash is because you got stopped on third down in one football game, or you probably dropped the football, and then you blamed him. That is what you guys do. <laughs> so, there you go. Coach Savota was at Montana State, good friend of mine. But he was not trash. You were just young at the time and probably don't understand. He just fucking scored forty-five points a game this year on a two-lane squad that averaged nineteen points last year. I think he's pretty good, bro. He is the inventor of a concept that I call "search." And I've known Coach Savota for a long, long time. He spoke at many of my clinics. Uh, I actually talked to him quite a bit, and uh, he knows football, bro. Sorry, contrary to your belief. <laughs> it was It's Svvoda, by the way, S-B-V-O-D-A. You don't even know how to spell his fucking name, and you played for him? You have a lot of credibility on my show now, bro. You played for the man but don't know his fucking name. Get the fuck out of here. Shut up. You dick riders, dog, are all the same. You always love to throw your coach under the bus after the fact. Because he did he yell at you? Or did you even play there? Because you don't even know his fucking name. How do I know his name and know how to spell his fucking name when you bring him up and not knowing that I know the man? Remember something, homie. I know everyone. And everyone knows me in this profession. Don't get it fucking twisted. I just spelled his name from jump and you don't even know how to spell it, and you say you played for him. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking dick riders are unbelievable. Shut the fuck up. Become a member, motherfucker, or shut up. You don't even know how to spell. I don't want to hear your fucking excuses about auto text, motherfucker. Then don't say it then, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. You motherfuckers are unbelievable. Throw a motherfucker under the bus because you yelled at you and fucking when you played. (laughs) That's what's wrong with you soft pussy motherfuckers. Of course, you were the number one main receiver. Shut the fuck up. And my dick's the biggest in the porn industry, motherfucker. It's easy to say this shit. Now, when nobody knows who you are. Oh, my God. Um, Clyde Marshall, another dick rider. Another dick rider who's one of the guys who's in my DMs right now. This bitch made cat is in my DMs asking me about coaches. I tell him the truth, and now he's mad at me. (laughs) Look at this motherfucker, Clyde Marshall. Have a look at him. Take a look at him. Look at this dick riding motherfucker on look at this picture. <laughs> Holy shit. Some of you dick riders, dog, when you open your mouth at Walmart, when they come through to get their food, when they come through to get their food, right? And they and you're bagging their groceries cuz we know you all work at Walmart. When you're bagging their food and you open your mouth to say Sir, it's 1949. Do they go holy fuck your balls? You have balls in your jaws. You your jaws smell of Coach JB's ball sack. Is that what they tell you, Clyde Marshall? <laughs> oh, here's another one. Your trash. My son plays at Baylor. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Jacoby, I actually do have a job. I'm doing it right now. And guess who's paying me? You!
1: <laughs> oh
0: my God, dog. You dick writers don't get it. You're not very smart. You are not very smart, dog. I do have a job. <laughs> And you pay me you dumb fuck (laughs) holy shit oh man it's unbelievable dog it is unbelievable um hey you guys i'm not blocking nobody you guys stay in here keep paying me jacoby spelled with a k uh donovan mitchell scored 71 points last night the most since kobe bryant in his overtime thrilling win uh Clay Thompson's ass, who everyone thought was done, scored 54 points, by the way. Um, and Tulane scored 16 points in the final four minutes to beat SC. But this guy, pregame fitness in the show, said the OC is horrible. <laughs> Homie, you guys absolutely kill me. So Jim Savota led a 16-point comeback in four minutes. They beat USC, another fucking... Horrible fucking performance from the Pac-12. And uh Penn State drags Utah, wins their 11th game, beats the shit out of Utah. The Pac-12 is just unbelievably bad. Jeff Saturday's pissed off that Thibodeau celebrated after the sack on uh, Nick Foles would seem to have hurt the guy. And... um And Dana White slaps his wife on camera in Cabo on New Year's Eve. But why haven't we heard about that? Look, dog, I'm just telling you. Like, you guys got to be careful and understand. You guys got to understand and realize. You got to realize that the, some of the shows that you guys watch some of the shows that you guys love and the dicks that you ride, they have a lot of people on their shows that are a bunch of fuck sticks and shitbirds. Now, have I had a few on maybe? Maybe, because I don't know every single person personally. But guess what? If I find out that they're a weirdo fuck, they're not coming back on my show. I don't follow them. I don't talk to him. I mean, I've literally blocked Quincy Avery, and he was on my show. This is the thing about it. See, real recognizes real, regardless of where you are and what you do. So, Dana White slapped his wife on camera because she slapped him. And here's a quote from Dana White. You've heard me say over the years, There is never, ever an excuse for a guy to put his hands on a woman. And now here I am on TMZ talking about it, White said. My wife and I have been married for almost 30 years. We've known each other since we were 12 years old. We've obviously been through some shit together. We've got three kids. So let's dive into this uh, What Do I Know segment. All right. Brought to you by CanadaDipCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB, all caps. Gets you 20% off. So... um, Ah, stop eating my fucking shoe. Um, Sean Waffle, much love to you, brother. So look, Dana White slaps his wife after he's come out on record saying there's never an excuse for a guy to put his hands on a woman. Who does that sound like? I got to be honest. Who does that sound like? I think it sounds like me, right? Lucy, have I not said that over and over and over and over? Have I not said that you are the epitome of a bitch-made cat if you put your hands on a woman? I do not care if she hits you a thousand times. There is no place for a man to hit a woman. Biomechanically, it's not equal. It's not fucking equal. So you are the epitome of a bitch-made cat. Period. Dana White falls under the new bitch-made cat. And I've never really fucked with him anyway. I don't really even know what the fuck he does. I see him on Pat McAfee here and there. He does all this fucking rah-rah bullshit. And he's to me, I get the same vibe that I've got from most of the Orange County fucking bros out here in L.A., and these bros all over america it gives me the liver king vibe we all know you're on fucking steroids you know we all know you're fake as fuck and you've hit it rich you've hit it big you struck gold kudos to you but money doesn't change the fact that you're a bitch made cat and you can talk all you want You can say all that you want. But we are as we do, not as we say we do. Your apology means absolutely fucking nothing, Dana White. It means nothing, homie. You hit a woman, your own wife. I guarantee you it wasn't the first time because you would not have open hand slapped her after she slapped you in a fucking public scene, knowing who you are, knowing there's cameras on you in a club if you weren't fucking comfortable, bruh. Sorry, Lucy, you're a social worker. Is it not, am I not right? You do things you're comfortable doing. Let's just keep it 100. You do things you are comfortable doing. I don't know shit about Joe Rogan. I don't watch him. I don't know nothing about him. He gives me the same type of vibe. Like all these guys give me the same type of vibe. So I don't know what you're asking me about him for. I don't know nothing about Joe Rogan, so I won't speak on him. I don't know anything about it. So I don't know the allegations. I don't know what he did. I could not tell you anything. So if you explain what he did, I'll look it up and then I'll get back to you. I don't know anything about Joe Rogan. I don't know anything about Dana White. All I know is who they are, of course, as humans, what they've accomplished or inherited. Let's make sure you understand the difference. And um, when he quotes, you've heard me say over the years, there is never, ever, ever an excuse for a guy to put his hands on a woman. And then he does it kind of shows me that you're a liar and that's who you are <laughs> that's who the fuck you are jeremiah what up man appreciate you um i have no i have no I don't even even know the word for when a man hits a woman. And I don't know how many of you guys have put your hands on a woman. But (laughs) I don't even know the word. Respect's not even the word. Respect's not even the word. I love it when I hear, coach, keep your hands to yourself. Shouldn't put your hands on others. Hey, I agree to that too. Doesn't mean it's, it's fucking right to hit her back if she hits you though. It still gives you no right to hit her back if she put her hands on you. It's a fucking female. I don't give a fuck. A female should be able to put her hands on you. That's my philosophy. A female should be able to hit a man. I'm going to be straight up real with you. A female should be able to hit a man without any repercussion. Now, what a female shouldn't be able to do is stab you, cut your dick off, or shoot you without any repercussion. I didn't say that. But she should. I'm not going to say she should be able to hit you, like, legally or nothing. But she should be able to hit you without any repercussion as far as physical retaliation. Because it's just not fucking equal. Sorry, it's not equal. You can kill her with one blow. She cannot kill you with one blow. Not with her hands. Sorry. And if you are that bitch made of a motherfucking cat to get fucking killed by her with her hands, then you, know you don't need to be on this earth anyway. So get the fuck out of the show. So, I'm just telling you. Keith and Jay said I had a knife pulled on me by my ex. I disagree. Well, what'd you do? <laughs> Guess what? Pick your women better, homie. That's a you problem, not my problem. So, what the fuck is you, what are you telling me for? Your dumbass got a knife pulled on you by your ex. Pick better exes, motherfucker. Who the fuck's problem is that? Yours or mine? <laughs> That's your motherfucking problem. Sorry. Not mine. I don't give a fuck if she pulled a knife on you and you disagree. That is a you problem. Pick better bitches, homie. Shit. It ain't my fucking problem. <laughs> I've had a broad throw a glass vase on top of all glass tables, and I had to walk on glass. Did I pick up the glass and fucking go over there and try to kill her? No. I threw her out the house. Not physically either. Say get the fuck out. And she knew that what that meant. And there was glass all over the place. Crazy Puerto Rican bitch. Hey, Puerto Ricans, they're bad as fuck, but they are crazy. You got to understand and know. And if she would have came after me, I would have walked out the front door and left. That is what it is. Sorry. I mean, I'm just telling you, keep it real. Oh, exactly, Lucy. Latinas. Crazy motherfuckers, you. God damn. What's up with you guys? What's up with that blood, Lucy? i would be honest. Hey, Puerto Ricans, dog. Puerto Ricans, that's what they do. Hey, they're fine, though. They got ass. Hey, they got ass, though. See, that's the problem. They got ass. They got ass. Hey, you got to be careful. Uh, You know, is the ass worth it? Is the ass worth it? Hey, you gotta you gotta risk versus reward, homie. Risk versus reward. You got to weigh those things. You gotta weigh those things. So Cold is a dope game, JC. JC still not a member. JC been in here for years, still not a member, but JC's like Honorary member. uh, Yeah. Hey, it is what it is. Um, Rob Kemp, shut up. You need home training, motherfucker. You sound like a fucking idiot. You sound like a fucking idiot who has a little wee-wee. See, that's what's called small dick syndrome. You have a little dick syndrome... And a woman called you out before, and now you hate women. And you're probably some sloppy 600-pound fucking life fuck who no pussy even even goes near you anyway. And you're just mad at life because you don't get no pussy. You haven't had pussy since pussy had you. And now you're mad at everybody. That's not my fault, homie. That's God's touch of his hand on you. God didn't like you. He knew before you were even born that you're going to have a small wee wee. <laughs> and women don't like you. So now you're mad at the world. I'm sorry, homie. If I had a small dick, I'd be mad at the world too, I guess. So I guess I'd I don't know. Sorry. Um some of you motherfuckers are just unbelievable, dog. Um it's unbelievable. I love the trolls this morning. Um, Love you guys. You are my biggest fans, by the way. Love it. You make my dick hard, which I later insert into your women. (laughs) Even some of your mothers, contrary to belief, some of your badass mamas, I've actually fucked. (laughs) So sorry. Uh, Didn't know you knew that. Uh, I lo- I wanted you to know that I need you to know that I'm just sorry. I need all of you to understand that some of you, um, your mothers, your wives, your girlfriends, have been ran through by me. <laughs> hey, I love all- I-, I love pussy. Pussy's undefeated, homie. So what what you get with pussy is crazy, sorry. And some women love dick, and what they get with dick is crazy. I would be, I would bet dollars to dimes if I did a data analyst, uh, and, and I did some analytics, and I broke down. I went around to women. I said, women, the better the dick, the crazier the man. True or false? I bet you they say true. And I said, men. The better the pussy, the crazier the woman. True or false? I bet you they'd say true. I bet you they'd say true on both accords. And when you're a coach and you coach great players, guess what? Who's the biggest shitbird? You've heard me say it. The best player. The best player are the shitbirds. Guess what? You better learn how to un you either understand how to fucking operate around it or get the fuck out of the business. Don't fuck pussy. Don't suck dick. Don't coach. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. I don't know what else to tell you. So you got to do one or the other. I'm just going to keep it real. Um Sean Robinson, what up? What up? What up? Appreciate everybody hitting the in here, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member if you're not one. Uh, let's get to the brass tacks here. Uh, what everyone's thinking about, um, why everyone's in here in a great old mood. Um, I got to bring down the room temperature and understand and let you guys understand the truth. All right. And, uh, yeah, Mike Newble, golf smoke, c- golf smoke. God damn, golf coast smokes in the house. Great, great, uh, seasoning right here. Make sure you follow golf coast they uh Gulf coast smoke sends me seasoning all the time i use on my uh cooking aspects of my shows and my videos you see me smoking um golf coast smoke is responsible for those seasonings make sure you follow them on instagram um and uh great shit great shit um Hector, I didn't even know what he said. I don't care. You know, we got dick writers in here. You know me. I ain't doing shit different. Motherfucker got choices. You can leave or you can stay and keep riding my dick. Uh, dick riding hater fucks. All right, here we go. In life, Matt McChesney's gonna join us here in a little bit. Uh in life, this see, I give you guys real talk banter. Um, Hold on a second, I gotta open the window. See, this is real talk shit. You get real show shit here. When you do shit from your own house, I can't wait to get into the full-on studio because uh, I don't know if you watched it last night or came and watched the show, or the live chat show, Um, but the setup is fire, and uh, I can't wait to get in there. Big, huge room. It's got, fuck, I can smoke cigar. I mean, it's a legit setup, but it's hot as fuck in here because it gets cold. I'm gonna open this window, and you see me move around real life talk around here. So I'm going to open the window and you're going to hear the rain drop like fucking Keith Sweat said. Um, Hey, Mike Nuble, then don't come. That's what she said. <laughs> don't come here then, motherfucker. I don't really give a fuck, homie. Do you understand I'm not here to please your bitch ass? You are a bitch made cat, a dick rider who needs me, obviously, because you're right here right now. And if I'm on a show, I need it for some reason or another. And I don't sit here and bitch and moan about it. So shut the fuck up. Don't come in then, motherfucker. Get your bitch ass up out of here. Like, who gives a fuck, homie? There's 600 people in here right now. We don't care what you think. Holy fuck. Jacoby, shut up. Get your dumbass out of here. You're a fucking idiot, too. I'm going to block some people now. Um, okay, let's see. Who's that? Jacoby's out. Mike Newble, you're a bitch. Um, become a member and then come back. Um Game over, new member. Shout out to you. Um, all right. Miami JIT. I've already talked about Brian Dable. You're not even a member yet, Miami JIT. Come on, homie. Get, get cracking. Um, let, let's pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. I need to dive into what do we know segment, all right? This is what I do know, <clears throat> that all optics are, are an illusion. And you have to take them for what they are at face value. And understand perspective is reality. And you have to understand that last night's tragic events with this young kid, Hamlin, who apparently has had a cardiac arrest and had to be revived. I don't know what's going to happen. The truth of the matter is, and the real life JB wants to just tell you that I would not be optimistic that he doesn't have major, major trauma either lack of oxygen to the brain for just a minute and a half, 2 minutes will turn you into a fucking vegetable people. I'm sorry. Apparently what I've heard they've revived them for almost 8 minutes. It's not good. It's not a good thing. And it's unfucking fortunate. And it is real life. Contrary to what Ryan Clark thinks and what he said on ESPN. I'm sorry. But I have to dive into what this is. Far often, more than not, we have, far too often, much more than not, we come to the aid of tragic events after the fact. We don't nip them in the butt before the fact. We don't go out and give your all to poor communities, to the homeless, to the veterans, to... All these different people, we do not do it. But after the fact, we're so quick to say, T's and P's, rip, rest in peace. He didn't deserve it. Well, what he did deserve is your all in attitude before the tragic event. I love seeing celebrities and public figures, rest in peace, king, you don't deserve it. Well, what did you do before the shooting? What did you do before the tragic event? What did you do before the homeless man got killed to keep him from being homeless? What did you do before when you saw all these homeless vets walking around America and you don't do a fucking thing about it besides tweet about it? That's what you do. You tweet about it. You fucking tweet about it. How about you start getting proactive instead of reactive? Everybody's reactive. And here's the point I'm making. Here's the point I'm making, all right? Uh, let me get rid of this contrary to belief uh, shit. Let me get into some real talk shit now. And I hope you guys understand. And I, and I don't I don't care how you take it, but I'm going to give you the real. And the real is that this kid had a tragic event happen last night. And we don't know his status. We don't know where his life is headed. He's either leaving this earth or he's going to stay on this earth and a miracle will happen. I don't know, right? I believe in miracles here and there. I believe in certain things being a miracle. Um, Sometimes, though, medicine is a little different. Um, But after the light of the tragedy last night, in light of the tragedy, He had a, a, uh, not a GoFundMe. He doesn't have a GoFundMe, but he has uh, his own charity, okay? And DeMar Hamlin's foundation received a million dollars in donations within hours of DeMar Hamlin's on-field injury. His Chasing M's foundation received more than one million in donation for his annual toy drive, all right? Now do you know what his toy drive made in total last year? Does anyone know? I I just want you to under, I just want you to know. I want you to I want to know if you know. Um So now, I'm just pulling it up right now. I'm pulling up live numbers because he has a live tracker. He's already made $3 million since the injury. $3 million since, uh, what has it been? 15 hours since, 14 hours since the injury. He's got $3 million, all right? $3 million. He got like, Less than $200,000 in 2021 and 2022. $200,000. He's got 3000000 in 14 hours. Perspective is reality. And you have to understand something. We are reactive, not proactive. Nobody gave a fuck about Hamlin's toy drive before last night. Nobody gives a fuck about the shootings that occur to se- and seven-year-olds get killed every single day in harmless drive-by shootings until after the fact. Nobody does shit before. Nobody gives a fuck about the homeless veterans that are as an epidemic in this country Until after the fact, when you see their obituaries on newspapers and on walls and they're treated as legends and they're on concrete, their names are are stamped. And everybody says, man, this guy did this. Shut up. You don't give a fuck. You don't care. You don't care. So seven-year-olds getting shots, not unavoidable. Derek Ashton. So drive-bys aren't unavoidable? Get the fuck out of here, man. You guys are fucking unbelievable. Everybody has some fucking bullshit excuse about this shit after the fact. Well, guess what? The fact of the matter is there's shit you can do before the tragedy instead of being reactive and giving a fucking prayer tweet after the fact. How about you do something before the fact? How about you go talk to the inner city youth? How about you go fucking do things to keep them busy in this community? How about you do things to keep guys active? Get them off their fucking phone for 10 minutes and off the PlayStation sticks. How about you go get them out in the fucking real world where they see real life fucking tragedy every day? What happened last night is a freak of nature. It's a freak of nature. It's a freak of nature what happened last night. It is a freak accident what happened last night. When Ryan Clark came on last night and is crying to the public on national TV. I want to get this straight. I want to get this out. I want you to understand. Okay. I want you to understand this. All right. I want to make sure you're clear. Last night's game, contrary to Mr. Ryan Clark's ESPN take, that nobody deserves this. This isn't right. Quote: Nobody deserves this. Quote: This isn't right. Quote: This should not be happening. Quote: This is wrong. End quote. You're wrong, Mr. Ryan Clark. You're wrong. Give us the real. Come on, be contrite and say, you know what? This is the sad event. This young man, 24 years old, seemingly gets hit with a normal football play and goes into cardiac arrest. It ain't fucking right or wrong. It's called life. Live with it. This is what life is. And what comes with life, unfortunately, is death. I've had my homeboys die in my arms. I've had my own father die in my arms. I put the best friend, my dog, down and died in my arms. This is life, and life has death in it. Just say, Ryan Clark, that it's fucked up that this young man is going through this. But don't say it's not right. It's not right for seven-year-olds to get shot and drive by shootings either. It ain't right for the veterans who serve this country to be homeless at an all-time high either. Ryan Clark, are you jumping to save the seven-year-old? Are you jumping to save the homeless veterans? Just say it's sad and keep it real. Death, unfortunately, is part of life. Death, unfortunately, is part of life. Everyone is emotional. It is... is is it isn't normal. Say that. Just say it's not a normal thing. But to say it's not deserving or not right is simply not true. I know a lot of people who don't deserve shit, but guess what? They get it. Hey, Ryan Clark, I can say you aren't deserving of the fucking job you have at ESPN, but you got it. I can say that I wasn't deserving of being bashed on national TV, but I got it. Stop crying over spilled milk. If this kid had broke his leg last night, everybody would have been doing the same thing, huddled around on a knee in a huddle, doing prayers, people saying prayers on Twitter, and the game would have continued. I'm not saying this isn't different, okay? I'm not saying this isn't different. What I'm saying is, just like the NCAA, non-caring assholes of America, the NFL don't give a fuck. They're about money. Because if they gave a fuck, they would have ended the game right when they found out there was a nine-minute resuscitation going on. They wouldn't have thought about what the players think you think they can play hey hey guys you think that they'll come out and play still so the fans don't leave and we don't want to pay them back all their money do you think they'll come back let's let's let them wait let them wait about an hour and let's see if we can get them back on the field cuz we don't want to start over this game we don't want to play tomorrow or wednesday we don't want them to travel back and we don't want to lose any of this fucking money we got on ESPN 65 million dollars that they took in last night <laughs> <laughs> So if it was about the human element, they would have ended the game right when they said there was a nine-minute resuscitation. Roger Goodell should have called and said, you know what? This game's over. Let's go. Get these fucking kids out of here. Get these guys out of here. Grown men or not, millions of dollars or not, let's get them out of here. Nine-minute resuscitation is not the norm. It's not the norm. It's not the same as broken leg. Let's get them out of here, and let's resume this talk, when to play again. Let's make sure this kid, uh, we know what's going on with the kid. If it was the human element, that would have happened. If it's about money, then you wait. How many of you guys have waited for that motherfucker to pay you back? How many motherfuckers has, have you waited on to pay you back? You will wait hours, days, weeks, months. You will wait for that money to get back to you. You will wait. You will wait it out. You will drive two hours. You will do whatever you got to do to get the money. The NFL waited and waited and waited last night to get the money. Just like the NCAA did during the fucking COVID pandemic outbreak. They waited and waited and waited, finally called the March Madness off when they found out that this is bigger. Let's just call it off right now. But they fucking sure waited. Money talks, man. Let's just keep it real. But nobody's going to come say it. Nobody wants to come say it. Nobody wants to say it. If it wasn't about the money and it was the human element, Goodell would have called the game minute 10, the minute after the recessive revival method went into effect. And he was on the fucking field for nine minutes trying to be revived. Not sending him in the locker and waiting an hour. Sorry, but nobody wants to talk about it. And it has nothing to do. It has absolutely deadly shit to do with what's wrong and right. This should not be happening or not. It has nothing to do with deserve, okay? My homeboy don't deserve to get shot walking his doggy either. But guess what? He got shot. He got shot walking his dog. Like, dog. I mean, fuck. We could go. I could go and give you what's not. I can tell you what I don't deserve every single minute of the day. Doesn't mean it don't happen. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. It doesn't mean it won't happen. So please... Stop the fucking, it doesn't deserve fucking mentality. Stop with the this isn't right mentality. It's not wrong. This is fucking life. This happens. I can't wait. I I love being the first show of the day, mostly across America, because I want to hear what other people say later, because I know that I'm not going to change my conviction. I'm always going to keep it real, and I'm going to tell you the truth. And I can't wait for these softer platforms to come out who are so gray area, who are so scared to lose an ad sponsor, who are so scared to lose a follower, and are so scared to lose a member that they'll stay straight down the pipe. They're gonna stay straight down the pipe. And they're not gonna say what they really feel. And I there's nothing more in this world that I despise then when i hear you on tv say this and then when i meet you in person and you tell me exactly polar opposite of what you said i can't stand i can't fuck with you dog i cannot fuck with you if you if you are on your show and you're talking about xyz and you say this this and this and then i meet you in person and you're like man fuck i wish i could say the real i wish i could be real and say what i really think because fuck this i'm sitting there like what that ain't you fuck no it ain't me i'll be canceled dog see what i'm saying homie that's the problem with america that's why we have cancellations this is why we get canceled homie We get canceled because you fuckers being canceled won't step up and tell these motherfuckers to eat a dick. That is why we are canceled, because you won't stand up for it. I just don't respect you if you can't come out and be who you are on a show such as myself, such as Matt McChesney, such as Zach Smith, such as Steve Kim, such as real-life people. Matt, Happy New Year, man. Uh, Sorry that this show comes to you uh, with a heavy heart uh, after the events that happened last night, but how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing okay. Uh, You know, last night was pretty sombering, to say the least.
0: I was talking about some real shit, Matt. Uh, We got like 700 people in here right now. Appreciate everybody. Make sure you follow Matt McChesney on all social media platforms. Plus, uh, he is on um, the Altitude radio show in Denver uh, every day. Make sure you follow him. He has some great shit uh, on all his social medias if you haven't noticed. Um, Matt, I was talking about uh, people I don't respect that come out on their shows and they 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 stay so gray area because they're afraid to lose an ad sponsor or afraid to lose a member or a follower uh unlike myself and yourself we we really just gonna tell you how it is regardless if you like it or not because in my opinion you have choices in life you don't have to follow us you don't have to listen to us you don't have to watch us 700 people are in here watching us so they must have to they must like it somewhat or respect it or just want to hear what I my crazy ass has to say but when I see the same person who's gray on tv or on their show and then they come out in person when I meet them and hang out and have a cigar with them and then they're like dog I wish I could say the real shit JB I, I ain't saying that shit I lose respect for you instantly and I know you can come out and say well JB it's their money that's their livelihood well yeah Um, that's why that's what they do. Uh, I, I don't say it's wrong, but what I do say is I lose respect. I don't mean I don't like you. I just lose respect because I'm always going to keep it real, just like you are. And these people come out on ESPN now, and I don't know how you feel last night. You played six years in the league. We, we played our, this game for 30 of our fucking years of our life or more high school, youth, uh, college and pro. Um, this isn't a deserving thing, Matt, in my opinion, it's not right or wrong. It is a freak accident that occurred last night to this young man. We've all been there. We've seen compound fractures. We've seen neck injuries. We've seen tragic events happen in life. Uh, It's not deserving. You know, the seven-year-old getting shot in a drive-by is not deserving either. But life, unfortunately, has death in it. Um, Not saying this, cat. I'm just talking in general. So... um, Ryan Clark came out and basically was crying on TV and, and, and all this. And he just basically said, you know, this is not right. This isn't, he doesn't deserve this. He doesn't deserve this. And it's not deserving, dog. It's just what we sign up for, Matt. Uh, I don't know how you feel about last night, but give me your take. Good to see you again. And I appreciate you joining me.
1: Uh, <clears throat> well, happy new year. And Merry Christmas to everybody. I hope everybody had a good break. Um, you know, unfortunately, we have to come back and talk about something as tragic as this. Although the young man is still alive and fighting for his life this morning. Um first and foremost, just last night was pretty tough. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I I was and and throughout the evening broken down, just totally, you know, just a a, a shell of myself in my house in front of my kids and just a a lot of my focus went towards my sons and them playing football and being in that situation. And it's, I can only imagine how his mother feels. Um, I, uh, I I feel for this kid on on a whole nother level because I, I think about all the other guys who have had monumentally, you know, catastrophic injury that they just moved the drill on, including myself. Um, and, you know, all the players that have had CTE and all my ex-teammates that have, you know, committed suicide or died unexpectedly or overdosed or whatever because of the traumas of the game that they played and loved. Um, it makes me look at it a little bit differently, but it also makes me appreciate it at, at the same time because, you know, the, the platform of, of football is so big in this country and it, it's such a great game. Uh, I don't want that to be lost in all of this so and I feel like yesterday was a bad day for for Hamlin obviously it's a bad day for his family it's a bad day for the Bills and the Bengals but it's just an overall bad day for football um, but I feel like a lot of good can come out of this and a lot of leadership can come out of it and a lot of conversations that are hard can be had Um a lot of different perspectives you know everybody can always revert back to the fact that i don't know one person you me anyone I, somebody who doesn't even give a shit about football you know use anybody in your life that could care less last night that person was caught up in this everybody you know the 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 average fan the diehard fan the players the coaches the league Everybody was focused on the on the incident, and after watching it, it was a regular tackle. He got struck in the chest real hard by Higgins, which is – I don't even
0: know if it was real hard, but
1: – Yeah, I mean, I don't, even, I don't even know if it was real hard. It was a regular tackle, and, you know, what I'm reading this morning, and I'm no doctor, um, you know, that it, it's it could be a heart condition, that, you know, the trauma stopped his heart and they restarted it, and now they're worried about the oxygen flow to his brain which makes sense cuz that's what happens when people have heart attacks and strokes and things of that nature so this is uh this is bad and it's uh it's it's sad and it's scary and i don't i don't know the answer i don't know <clears throat> i don't know if this is going to be a death nail for football you know if this is the one thing that the 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 biggest fear of every coach and player and parent. And I mean, everyone, the, the first conversation I had last night with my ex was, you know, I, I I'm so scared of football and blah, blah, blah. And I, I can't like, I can't sit there and disagree with her. I can't sit there and be like, Oh, well this could happen to any. It, it could happen to anybody like this. This shit is real. And
0: man, let me ask you this. My mom's a doctor. Yeah. Uh, she said she's seen these things happen before, just on a par- just on a car accident, uh, yep. very similar to a, 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 a the airbag hitting a, 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 people in the chest. It's called SADS, S A D S, like sad, uh, sudden arrhythmic death syndrome. She said that's what it looked like because what happens is your brain is still intact to the synovial fluid of your spine. It tells you to stand up, it tells you to be normal, and then bam, you go into cardiac arrest. She said that's the normal symptom of what SADS is. And your heart stops pumping blood around the body is what happens. And that that five seconds you saw him stand up is the blood dropping out of his heart um, and lack and oxygen to his brain. So it starves the brain of oxygen, basically, is what SADS is. Um, she said that's just what it looked like to a T. Um, so that is what she she's been around it her whole life and she understands it. So I, I, I take her word for it on a lot of these things and that's unfortunate what happened. It's just a freak of nature accident. Like she said, like I've said, this is something that happens. Freak of nature.
1: It's a one percenter. I mean, it's, it's like, it's, like the, the, the little kid that gets hit in the chest with a baseball and,
0: or the yeah. soccer player that does a header and has, has died.
1: The soccer yeah. I mean, player it, yeah. Th- this is, this is a, I mean, I hope this is a one-off. Well, this can't be a trend. I mean, that would be awful. But th- this is this is something that uh, look. I'm what in 1997? What was it? Ray Brown that was paralyzed for for Detroit in the 2,000 yard Barry Sanders game, 98 something like that. I don't know. It was the late 90s, and that was a very sombering moment. That was like, oh my god, the guy just got paralyzed on the field playing football. Like. What can they do to make it safer? I, look, all the football fans out there, all the parents, all the coaches, I don't I don't know what you can do to make this game safer. I, My feeling about it at 41 years old is much different than my feeling about it at 21 years old, where 21, I felt great and was on top of the world, and you could have hit me with a truck, and I could have got back up and gone back in the huddle. And now... You know, with the, the ailments and the head trauma and the just the violent nature of the game, looking at it now, I mean, I can't imagine going out there and taking some of those hits at the age I am now. So, it's this is just a bad situation, bro. And I, I don't think that there's there's no like wrong answer. I mean, there's a lot of people getting venom on on social media for. You know, like saying, well, for 100 years, the NFL went back and just started playing again. I don't know how you play again after that last night, after watching your buddy get CPR for nine minutes. And like the urgency, it wasn't a broken leg. And let's put an air cast on this and haul him off and wave at the fans. This was like,
0: let me ask you, Matt, you've
1: been around. around He's not breathing CPR. People just couldn't. You can't expect the guys to just go strap it on and go play after that. But there's this mentality, bro. Look, like this year when I was coaching youth league, we had a rash of injuries and I made a decision as the coach, like we're not playing this week. We need to forfeit because we don't have enough kids. And I actually had people getting angry at me for trying to like guard the children from being hurt on the football field. So there's a huge contingent of people that don't give a shit. Keep that in mind too, that are only there like, Oh, this fucked up my parlay, or this screwed up my fantasy. Uh, right now in the chat, dog. Well, like, like, if you're, look, as an ex-player, if you're one of these people, you are the biggest scumbag pieces of shit on earth. This is a fucking entertainment system. It might as well be a movie for you. So, That's what it is. So, like, the, the fact that you have the audacity to be like, oh, wow, I can't believe they didn't play the game because oh. you fucking parlay. See? You can take your cell phone and stick it up your ass, bro. You're the fucking problem.
0: This is what it is, though. That's why we have what we have. These soft fucking six hundred pound Walmart workers think that they fucking belong. They don't. They don't have no fucking clue. But they want to be attached to us in this in this sport because it's popular. They think that it gets them pussy, but they don't. They don't understand. They'll never get pussy. You guys in the chat, oh, half of you will never get pussy. You are God touched you in the wrong way. You have small dicks. <laughs> You are fat as fuck. You can't see your own dick, and you don't know what it's like to be relevant. So you need to be on social media, motherfucker. How about you just understand that some of you in this chat are the epitome of a fucking shitbird. So I just got to be honest, Matt. Let me ask you this. With all this that's happened— I came out last night on the show. We did a live, we were doing a live uh watch party that was getting big, man. And I was like, damn, this unfortunate event happened in my new studio that I made. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, in the state of the let's address the fact, okay, the elephant in the room is this era. I don't wanna, I won't even say generation. We're gonna just stick to this era. The time frame that we're in, 2023, right now, which is hard for me to say, 2023. I sound like a fucking millennial. Um, having said that, Matt, we are have we have 6,700 high schools that play 11 man football in America. High school, there's a ele- playing 11 man, not eight man or none of that. There's a few more of those, obviously. But five years ago, if you do the math, and let's just, let's just do the math, 6,700 high schools playing 11-man football, there was about 600,000 participants in high school f- uh, football. Now, with the same high school amount, 6,700, there's 360,000 high school football participants. We've lost 300,000 in five years. It is on a fast decline. As you know, you deal with this every day. You know the difference in the fragile state, I guess, is how I want to put this. We are in a very fragile state, and that's what I mean by this era. And there is no good that can come out of what happened last night with this young man because of the fragile state that we are in. Mothers are looking to pull their kids for anything right now, Other even when it's not an injury, Matt, they're trying to pull him to go to the fucking family reunion. So they miss fucking two days in the summer. So we already know what it's about. So this right here is only going to cripple the numbers even more because we do have single mothers out there who don't really know much. And they sit there like, shit, I'm not letting that happen to my baby. So you've already known today we've had a number of people drop out of playing football. I guarantee you. So I'm asking you this. Like, where are you seeing this headed um, when things like this happen? Once in a blue moon, unfortunately, things like this do happen. We've had Joe Theismann break a leg in Lawrence Taylor. We've had Stingley, Daryl Stingley. We've had a lot of people. I was around that when Hank Gathers died on the fucking basketball court and Bo Kimball shot free throws left-handed in honor of him, and they continued to play. So I just got to be honest, um, you know, We've seen Lynn Bias die of a coke overdose when it could have been Michael Jordan. We've had this happen before. it's not the first, but we've just never seen it in this era and i and I kind of just want to get your thoughts on do you think it has to do with the current state
1: of the union <clears throat> well look i <clears throat> I can't be angry at any mother that has paused about their kid playing football um I think that football is going to become even more selective. I, should I say like, it's, there's a lot of people who pick football, but football doesn't always pick you. And this is a violent game. And you know, th- this kid is a really, really good player from from Pittsburgh who <clears throat> flies around and is a heavy hitter and brings the wood and wraps up his tackles and plays good special teams and he does things right like that was a good tackle the other night ran ran up and wrapped him through the chest and you know torqued him down to the ground didn't leave with his head and he's still in the hospital so i i look at it like this there's no way to avoid danger in the world now that said you can avoid dangerous things but I, i don't know if that's good for young men or not like i i the football's not going to go anywhere because it's established and there's it's loved. And regardless of anything negative that we may see on the field or anything that may happen to, God forbid, I say this, a, another player, most guys are going to think, well, that's not going to happen to me. Nobody's going to go retire from the NFL today because of what happened last night. So, I mean, the, the only thing you can do is try and –
0: Might we might have that? I I, I
1: doubt that that's not gonna happen. I I, no one's gonna walk away from their money, then not after something, not after they've earned it. It's too hard to get there. So it's look, as a player, I literally had to have a doctor tell me that if I don't stop playing, I'm going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. I had to hear that with my family in the room in order for my dumbass to stop playing. So everybody's just one hit away when it comes down to it. So it's, if you're going to play, you need to get yourself ready mentally and physically for what it is. And the people in your life have to be prepared for what it is during it. And afterwards, because afterwards is a big problem with a lot of players, myself included. It's not, it's not fun all the time. Um, And like, I, I hope my, my biggest hope out of all this coach is that, people out here in the world have a little bit more humanity when they're talking about fantasy football and parlays and like, these are people. And I understand that it's just entertainment for your ass, but this is life. And you know, I, I'd, I'd be perfectly fine if the NFL just went away. Cause I already did it, but the average fan will lose their minds. Like it, people will go absolutely nuts. So it's look, the NFL and, and football are a commodity that we are lucky to have and in a very soft era of of living and life uh you know and and just human existence it's by it you know it's by far the most violent most popular sport and that's why MMA fighting is so popular because it's subprimal and violent and people like it like there's a reason why you know war movies and you know, shoot 'em ups and stuff like that in Hollywood are popular because people like that shit. So, it, this you know the the era of football that we are living in is it's safer than it's ever been. I will give guys that, but it's still dangerous. I mean, there's no way to avoid the fact that football is not dangerous. And look, I remember distinctly signing paperwork that said. In order to get my NFL contract, you have to sign this paperwork saying that you could die on the field. And I had to say, and I had to read the paperwork out loud to the fucking guy and sign it in order to get my contract in the National Football League. So, this is something that I remember having conversations with, like my best friends, all through college and early in my NFL career. Like, yo, one of these days, somebody's gonna die on the field. This is getting like these these hits are brutal. But I never thought about stop playing. I'm not going to go shut down 6-0 just because something bad happened. I'm going to try and educate my guys even more. And this is the other thing. Some people are built to do this. Some people are not built to do this. And if you're not built to do it, I implore you not to do it. And you you can tell the high school kids that are built to do it and the ones who are not. And if we have to slim numbers... Where only a certain amount of people are actually playing football, that's that might be a good thing because all the bankers with broken collarbones and shoulders and backs and necks and knees and I know you want to play and it's fun, but I, this is also you know you're watching an elite athlete, you know a, a draft pick, a guy who's at the top of his game at 24 years old, and I don't care who you are, you could be a 24 year old college student and get hit in the chest that hard at the right angle. And you're gonna go through the same problems that that Hamlin went through last night and Kurs this morning. So
0: Yeah. And hey, just so everybody knows in the chat I've we've blocked about thirty people. I just wanna make sure the chat's always fun for you guys and friendly. Uh not friendly. I don't really give a fuck about friendly, but uh, what, just, what's think, going on
1: on the chat? Are people just—it's oh, a lot opinion? of people today.
0: There's 750 people in here right now, and 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 fucking—I guess you know—you get the dick riders, you get a bunch of trolls, and you get all these people who are talking that same shit you just said. Par, its more about my parlay and my betting, and I just—I don't want to see that shit. I don't care. Uh, I know you're fake. You know what I mean? If you're fake, if you're a I member mean, saying it, then we can argue it in debate. But if you're
1: not a member, you're just a t-
0: troll, probably from TikTok. Or I, I lost. I,
1: I I'm sure I lost money. I didn't even check my fucking parlay. I I know shit. I I I had, I, about this, Matt.
0: I I had a parlay had on last night. Team? Do I get my DraftKings money back for betting? Like you I haven't, haven't even checked the fucking.
1: That. I haven't even checked the app. After- yeah, no shit. Who gives a fuck?
0: Like I don't, I don't give a fuck, and and I don't. Let's talk about some brass tacks here, Matt. Before we move on uh, and, and try to make the day lighter than it is, we already have enough fucking shitty situations in this world. Um, what is what happens to this type of scenario? I don't know if you've been a part of it. I know. I remember when the lights went out in the Super Bowl, um, and I know. I know they said if it didn't resume, that they would not only would figure out how to finish the Super Bowl on another day which would have been crazy, right? But how they refund the fan base. What happens in that regard when, because that is something that's real. We don't want to talk about it and make light of the situation. Do you say, fuck you, pay again? Or do you do the NFL give back that money to resume this game? Because they're going to have to play, Matt, either, well, they haven't announced it. You would figure they'd announce it by now. They're going to have to play tomorrow at the latest,
1: right? Like they, they need, look, I'm not trying to sound insensitive when I say this, but they need to play the game. They have to. I I said it. I already said it. They have to. Regardless of what happened in the game on on Monday night, like, I understand canceling it at that point. Like, I I was all for it. I don't think they should have played. But we're not going to cancel the rest of the NFL season. So everybody that's else has
0: man. I I mentioned that's this era, like, though. This is how it we're things. not
1: just gonna cancel the season because something bad happened. And I'm sorry that like people can't handle whole hearing that. But I mean, let, let's be real here. Let's think of another circumstance that's terrible, like uh an NC in season Derek Williams. Does everybody remember uh Williams from the Broncos? He got killed on on New Year's Eve years ago. Hey, played at Coffeville Community College. With the Oklahoma State, great player. Yep. yep. They, they still played. I mean, it am saying. The, when Sean Taylor got murdered, they still played. Like when when I when I played, and you know, Dustin Keller got his knee ripped off his body and like his arm. About about his yeah, he almost yeah. died in the hospital. They kept playing. When Alex Smith got his leg ripped off and he was on life support in the hospital two years ago, three years ago, they kept playing. So I understand not playing the game on Monday night. I don't think they could have done it then last night. Steve McNair, right? Yeah. I mean, Steve McNair was, it's just, look, bad things happen. And the way that you honor this young man is to go play. Cause the, I guarantee you that he would say to his teammates if he could Go play, go win the Super Bowl. I want a ring. Garen Damteed, regardless of how bad the the situation is this morning and him being in critical condition, if he could talk, that's what he'd say. Bet me on any. Bet anything on on Earth. So don't don't think that he would go the way that you are thinking just because it fits your narrative out there in the world. When what what your argument like now you have an, a leg to stand on so you're going to use this circumstance as like an a, an invitation to go in on football that's not this isn't the right time to do that so all the moms out there again I had this conversation with my ex like don't make this about about like our kids and playing football right now it's about the young man and this and the freak accident that just happened and we you gotta know, understand so,
0: man like I, I I, I have sympathy, but I'm also a realist. And life moves on. Death is part of life. My dad died in my arms in 05. Nobody gave a fuck. All right? Nobody came and did a... that. Uh, nobody donated to my fucking charity. I, I just, I just want to be clear. We're not proactive in, in this world anymore. We're so reactive because we like attention, Matt. We want likes and retweets and... And it's amazing. I've done some research this morning. This happened since this kid ha- had this happen. Now this is not one million. it's three million in less than 12 hours. He's made, He's got three million dollars in donations after this injury. You know what he's made in total in two years before the injury? 200,000 in donations. This is where we are. LeBron tweets out, rest in peace to people that get shot every day in the hood. But he's not out there being proactive, trying to stop these young cats. He ain't trying to give them in the community. He, he built a high school for them. Cool. I love that. But you're not out there telling these young kids, hey, dog, let's do some things and put down our phones for 10 minutes in the video games. And let's go out here and see real world situations. I don't think we have enough of that from the big platform people. We are so reactive in life. I, I wish we were more proactive. Why, why we didn't donate to this motherfucker's charity before he's on a fucking deathbed? Like, I hate the fact that this is what we do in life. And, I, I mean, I, hey, Matt, I want to fucking blow my knee out tomorrow and do a GoFundMe. And I want to see how much money I get. Like, why are we so fucking reactive to, to these situations instead of, how about we help our brothers before the fact? How about I help Matt McChesney's 6-0 Academy before he needs to stop his fucking business from folding like we did in the pandemic and the epidemic and lost all these small businesses? That is what I find have a problem with, and that's why I go out every day and talk to certain motherfuckers in the hood and why I help small business, why I give food to the fucking people I see on the street during Thanksgiving and Christmas every year. I don't film it. I don't need you to fucking know about it. That's what we do. That's just how I'm raised and what I'm cut. I'm cloth. I'm cut from, but we see this reactive shit every day. And it's like, dude, this happens every day. People die every single fucking day that nobody gives a fuck about. So life moves on. And this sport needs to continue for the rest of the players to relax and have comfort
1: in this sport,
0: or we're going to play on edge and we're going to be more injury prone.
1: Well, I mean, I, I I agree with, all that it's just a football is a release for so many guys and it's it's such a blessing for so many of us whereas it whereas it's entertainment for so many of you know the people bringing it in every week they see a number and a name and you know if that guy sticks around long enough they become attached to them because of <clears throat> the jersey they're wearing but the minute they leave for another team they're a sellout or a coward and they're burning your uniforms and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, am I glad that people donated to this guy's charity? Of course that kicks ass. Good job. But like he had $2,500 in donations before this happened last night. Now it's millions of dollars. So is that is, I mean, how does donating to his charity help his situation? Nothing. Number one, I I don't know how that quote. It doesn't. It's just that
0: that's what we live in. We live in a reactive. So world. Like
1: is that just people like? Look, I screenshotted. donated. yes, 30? I donated. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, man. I, I'm. I I I don't know how I feel about that. I don't. I, every time I give, I try and like give back. I don't necessarily have to record it and and let everybody <laughs> know. So um, oh, shit, dude.
0: It's unbelievable to me. Uh, I
1: record damn near everything, so it's... Right. It's, I don't to record that. I don't see you out here recording that. I, you know, everything I record is business-related and, and football-related, so it's... Look, I'm glad people are giving. That's That's a good thing, but I, I wonder, you know, the impact you would have had giving to this guy a week ago when, like, Christmas was happening and see how much $3 million in donations would have gone towards this charity then. Instead of, like, having something like this happen where, I mean, realistically, unfortunately, he could not wake up from this and ever see the no So, it's, again, this is another circumstance, too, of Americans thinking throwing money at shit fixes things.
0: They, they all think money, fi- and, and the...
1: They're like oh let's just I I feel bad about what happened so I'm gonna donate fifty bucks and now I and feel the audacity of people
0: that have money who think they're above everyone else is that's just a, to me it's like dude I've seen motherfuckers get robbed and killed over that money that you think is so fucking high and mighty when you, guess what you ain't taking a U-Haul with you to
1: heaven homeboy My, look I remember Rashawn Salam's funeral Uh oh, me too. the great, great Rashawn Salam's funeral out here in Boulder it was me and Matty Russell and Chris Naole and Westbrook and everybody was out there. And I remember them when they brought him out from the car to the, to the grave site, everybody, you know, that was there, his mom, his dad, his brothers, his uncle, they kept repeating. He's not taking anything with him. Look, he's not taking anything with him. Look. And like, it was, it hit me really hard. So and i i try and live like that every day like i i can't take any of this bullshit with me money is secondary it's simply just to have comfort and air conditioning and a nice bed to sleep in you can only have so much of it so i don't think money solves any problems it alleviates problems but i don't know if it solves any
0: no nah, it doesn't solve anything um let's get to some sports even though we're talking sports sports is real life uh My good friend, uh, there's a guy in the chat who became a member, by the way, who uh, pregame fitness. He played for this man but didn't even know how to spell his name, ironically enough. But he became a member, so shout out to him. But a a good friend of mine, Jim Svavoda, is the OC at Tulane. Uh, one of my greatest friends in the business and uh, Willie Fritz, a great, great mentor, uh, one of the all-time winningest football coaches in America, even though he doesn't have the name of a Nick Saban or Kirby Smart, but he has over 200 wins uh, in all levels in the NCAA. He's, coach, he's a juco guy. He beat USC yesterday. Uh, they scored 16 points in four minutes to beat SC. Utah got drugged by Penn State. Um, do you put any onus on this? As the Pac-12 gets drug again, or do you put more onus on the opt-outs and the lack of care of these particular bowl games? Oh,
1: no, I don't think anybody didn't care. I mean, there are certain guys that opted out, but the Heisman Trophy winner played and Tulane seemed like they gave a shit and Penn State played really hard and Utah and Cam Rising played and they gave a shit. So the look, I thought the bowl games, especially the big ones. I mean, the, the independence bowl with Kansas and Arkansas was awesome. The I, I I'm not going to sit around and act like the 21 to zero Iowa over Kentucky game was fun to watch. It sucked. That was no offense and was just bad, bad football and, and good defense. So I, I liked all the scoring. I liked the high points. I like all the kids flying around. I think that the Alabama guys playing showed that it's bigger than just opt out some places. um, hats off to Tulane for winning that game that was awesome a great year for them and you know hopefully they can keep that going there's some really good football played in those group of five conferences Conference USA Sunbelt Conference the American the Mountain West you know they play a really good brand of football so it's good to see them upset SC whenever SC loses I'm a happy guy so That that that's cool. Let me Um, ask you this,
0: man. Let me ask you this: Uh, Are you are you a happy guy? Like you're not one of those guys that root for the team in the conference you're from. You rather see the team that was your rival lose over the conference losing to another conference. You don't root for the Pac-12. Yeah, I'm not.
1: I'm not. I'm not. not, I don't align with the Pac-12 at all. I didn't play in the conference. I think it's soft. I hate it. I didn't like us moving to the conference. I don't like us in the conference, but we are, so it is what it is. Um, no, I don't root for anybody in the Pac-12. I'll you know, I'll root for my guys that play for the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want my kids to go play well, and if they win, then, you know, like, I was rooting for Michigan pretty hard the other night. I've got three guys on the roster, um, but they lost. It's not the end of the world for me. It's business, so i uh I just want to see competitive football games and that's what we got in all the ball games relatively um and comebacks and big scores and you know lots to talk about and it you know it's the the fantastic football weekend leading up to last night last night was supposed to be the crescendo and it just goes to show you that you know the life doesn't always go the way you want and now you have to adjust and and move forward so, Um, yeah, the the college football games were fun over the weekend. I I liked all of them, honestly.
0: New Year's just seems so weird to me because yesterday we have all these games. The day after New Year's, I used to like, you know, cooking on New Year's, watching all these bowl games. Now it's completely different. I do not like the fact that these bowl games are played after the first round of the playoff. It just takes away from it. And I believe that they do it on purpose. So they get the viewing because the playoff just ended and they know people will watch these other games in lieu of the natty coming up. Uh, Well, I can't be
1: mad at them. That's what I did. I I enjoyed the extra day off.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, I, and you know what's the difference? No, the only way I say it's weird is because it was on a weekend. It was on a Sunday. Like Christmas was weird this year. I like it being on a regular day of the week. It, It just seems different to me, but let me ask you this. Uh, Jeff Saturday's pissed off that Thibodeau celebrated after a sack on Nick Foles, which seemed to have hurt the quarterback. Um, What do you think about that?
1: I don't think Thibodeau knew he was hurt. Me either. I don't either. He's on his back looking at the sky doing the snow angel excited he got a sack. I mean... Yeah, like cry me a fucking river. Not everything that happens is malicious.
0: I know, dude. That's what I'm trying to say. Not
1: everything that happens in the world or on a football field is like get him, got him. He's a piece of shit. Suspend him. Like what, what are we talking about? So Thibodeau apologized. He didn't understand. He didn't realize Foles was hurt. If I, I'd asked Nick Foles, were you offended? No, my back hurt really bad. I don't give a shit. No shit. Okay. Cool. Nick. Then I guess Jeff should shut up. So, I mean, <laughs> this is just, a, it's just more complaining.
0: Let me ask you this, man. Uh, I got a few things to ask you today on this, uh, on this, on this landscape. I, I think Jeff Saturday did his good friend Jim Mersey a favor. I think Jim Mersey, Matt Saturday's good friend, fucked him. That is my opinion. I think Matt Saturday, who was coaching high school football, who has this great desire to coach. Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday. Yeah. Um, I think he has this great desire to coach. I believe he was fucked because, as you know as I know, this is a perception is reality business, and the perception is you won your first football game. We can say that was on adrenaline rush because they liked you and they wanted to see you win your first game against the Raider team. That was not very good. Um, you haven't won a game since, and no one's going to hire you. And they're getting blown out, too. They're not and, and, and that's, that's the problem. Nobody's going to, li- to hire you and your friend Jim Irsay owes you a lot of money because you did him a favor, and he fucked you. That's my personal opinion in this profession as a coach. Now, this is just the coaching perspective side that I know how these hiring processes work. Auburn's not calling Jeff Saturday to offer him a job next year. Sorry, that's just what it is. And no, either is an NFL team. He's going to be back at ESPN, and I think he was put in a bad situation in this deal.
1: How many? How many years did he sign for, do you remember?
0: Just today, this just the rest of the season.
1: So he he signed for eight weeks, ten weeks.
0: Yeah, it was like a special deal. He paid them so much money, x amount of money, just to finish the season, and then and then, and then they were going to evaluate it afterwards. Obviously, they're going after Harbaugh pretty hard, from what I hear on the inside level, um, and yeah, I've also heard. Serious. I also heard that his team found out that Harbaugh was trying to leave before that game and was absolutely flat as hell. I mean, I, mean, I don't that see. That would
1: explain why they went out there as flat as they did.
0: Oh, uh, that's why I posted that. I go, hey, they might know he's going to the Colts of Denver. Uh, another mm-hmm. buddy of mine told me that a, a running back coach in the NFL. He thinks he could be the Denver Broncos coach as early as today.
1: And I've heard Carolina's going after him real hard, and, so, and and I'm like,
0: I do not see Harbaugh with Russell Wilson. I do see Harbaugh in Indy, um, where he played at. Uh, I just don't know. I think
1: do you think he's taking Michigan as far as Michigan can go.
0: Yeah, I think he's. I think he's done. He's tapped out on the recruiting side of it. I think he's. Uh, I think he's like, you know what? This is it. I beat Ohio State. That is my natty. That's what I personally believe. He's beat him twice now. I believe he's he's King Dick right now in that deal, and I think he's like you know what? Fuck it. I, I'm not getting the resources that Georgia gets. So I, if you're not going to give me this, I'm going to leave. And that's just what it is.
1: That's um, the business of college football and the yeah. NFL. So yeah, yeah. I've got a, I've got a bunch of kids that play for Michigan, and my center Drake Nugent. Uh, that went to Stanford and was a really good player for them, just committed to Michigan. So Michigan's going to be good regardless. It's not like they're going to fall off, even if Harbaugh's not there. But I I always love talking to, like, parents and 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 kids when they're like, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm like, enjoy this because coaches jump a lot. You know, you never know what's going to happen in the future. Oh, he'll never leave. He'll be there all five years. And I'm like, okay, cool. Right. I'm like and I don't even like have the conversation with them anymore because it's like man you're you're speaking st- strictly from an emotional standpoint about like you want no him- data research no evaluation no investigation. Well no, like they're super informed like interwoven into it but they just can't fathom a world where Jim Harbaugh would walk away from Michigan because they were recruited just like their kids were, right? Like no I'll never leave. This is my dream job. But when the Broncos job opens or the Colt job opens and they're and Ursay and Pinner are sitting there like dangling. Like for example, how much money do you think it's going to cost the Penners and the Broncos to get Jim Harbaugh? Uh, 15 to 20 million a year. Well, that's an easy check for old Walmart. So yep. I, I don't think Michigan can match 15 million a year. No. So that, that in turn is the end of the conversation. Exactly. Uh,
0: Russell Wilson. Got emotional when teammates that he paid off finally
1: came to his defense. (laughs) I I, I I I, I figured you'd be the only one that took what I said. I said said on the radio, I was like, this feels scripted as fuck. Like he he went after four guys and was like, hey, will you stand up for me, please? (laughs) Hey. At least you got what I said. Nobody else even understands what I just said.
0: Um, <laughs> you can't ever be wrong on the internet, Matt. The bitch-made keyboard cowardly cats only talk shit when you're wrong. They never you say like, shit when you're right. You I said, i
1: going
0: to be an MVP candidate this year. Okay, I was wrong. So yeah, what I, I thought
1: they'd make the fucking Super Bowl dog. I was dead. Hey, hey, this, I
0: but But I'm getting castrated right now because apparently that was my big miss this year. But why haven't you mentioned all the shit we've said right,
1: motherfuckers? Well, hey, think about it like this, too. You know what the best part about it? Like you have to read the the, the quote board or whatever. I don't I don't ever read it. Like I don't have a damn clue what any of you are talking about. I don't read any comments on social media, I don't read the text board on the radio show. Like, you can be as mad as you want. You're essentially yelling at, like, the wall with your phone. (laughs) You son of
0: a bitch! (laughs) Hey, what's your take on Ron Rivera not knowing they were eliminated from the playoffs? Fired.
1: Fireable, period. Like, interesting. you're asking the media member if they're... Dog, you're the fucking head coach. You don't know if you're eliminated? I I, I, I just
0: take... I love I love Ron uh for what he brings his grit and, and yeah, everything.
1: But it's just over. That it tells me that he can't be a coach anymore.
0: Yeah, crazy, man. I, I I it's not even that part. It's like it's like it's like dog, that tells me you started Carson Wentz again because you think you're in a spot to be in the playoffs or something. Like I'm confused.
1: Why the fuck did they play that guy?
0: I, I mean, he Carson don't Wins- even know do he's he the playoffs. Again. He
1: can't even be a backup, bro. He's awful.
0: Oh, he's garbage, though. He's fucking horrible. Does
1: Sam Howell start now? I don't even. Who cares? They're done. I mean, they they could go start fucking Joe Theismann for all I care. The, look, the Commanders, Daniel Snyder, and that entire franchise are the biggest bunch of fuckboys in history. Like, they've got some good players, and I, I love their defensive line. I think their defense could be really good if they could ever get any offensive support. I think Scary Terry's a good back. Brian Robinson's a stud. But <laughs> I like Heineke's like grit, but he can't play quarterback consistently in the NFL. And I don't know, man. It's just that entire franchise is just such a clown show, dude. And it starts at the top. So yep. I mean, it's what it is. This is this is what the the Washington and the entire fan base and what they've endured since Daniel Snyder took the team over in '99. A very, very similar situation is happening
0: across the river in uh New Jersey with the Jets. Um, uh, they were eliminated I very similar that, teams, in my opinion. I think they have both have great defenses, D line, like you said. I think the Jets have a better secondary. Uh they don't have the wide outs of uh that Washington has, in my opinion, but they both lack the quarterback position, which we know
1: is critical in this league to win. Oh, if the Jets had a quarterback, dog, they'd be a playoff team easy. They've lost five straight because they don't have one. So, and, and and that's my point.
0: I am moving Mike Tomlin into my top five coaches after what I've seen him do this year without a quarterback. And if he impressive. makes the playoffs, Matt, uh, how impressed would you be?
1: I mean, I'd be I'd be pretty impressed. I was impressed last year when they made the playoffs with old, you know, limp arm uh Rothesberger and I would be even more impressed this year with small hands Kenny. Uh you know, two gloves picket out there throwing the ball around. I thought for sure they were fucked the other night and came back in that game. I thought they were screwed the week before when they I don't know who they played the Colts or something and they came back in that game. So they're this kid's just got a little bit of a flair for the fourth quarter and they're on a roll and the defense is playing well and look, Pittsburgh doesn't scare me The seventh seed, I think, even if they are the seven, they go to the two and get mopped, and that's okay. But the seventh seed in the NFC, if Green Bay makes the fucking playoffs as the seventh seed in the NFC, like, Aaron, if Detroit makes it, I think they could beat Minnesota as well. But if Green Bay makes it, I know they could beat Minnesota. So, like, if I'm on the NFC side and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are sitting in Positions where their backs are against the wall and everybody's doubting them and saying that they're going to be out in the first round. I, I'm going to be, I'm going to have a hard time picking Dallas over Tampa, regardless of the regular season, and I'm going to have a really hard time saying Green Bay's not going to go to Minnesota and win that game too. So, I am with you. I think the playoffs are going to be awesome. To
0: play, I do not want to play fucking Tom Brady in the playoffs. No, no, after he's fresh out of some new pussy. Oh. Fuck no! And yeah, Tom, Aaron Rodgers,
1: Tom Brady's getting some again.
0: Boy, I mean, he's getting, he's getting, he's getting. I mean, he's paying. Like, how
1: many paying. hits do you think Tom, Tom Brady would get on Tinder? Ah, uh,
0: I don't know. I, I mean,
1: they would never believe he's real, right? Well, they, they would think it was a burner account. He'd be like, "No, it's really me," and they're like, "Yeah, right, motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Tom Brady's on Tinder trying to get some pussy and shit. <laughs> hey. I don't
0: know what JB knows, right? Um, But here we go.
1: Oh, get the fuck out of here. Come on. I I, I couldn't wait to talk to you about this, but you know who's going to be the Jets quarterback next year? Right there.
0: I think he's going to be a Packers quarterback. The Packers? I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Raider.
1: I don't think Tom Brady's going to be a Raider.
0: Hey, but what do I know? I want to put this up for Matt. What the fuck do I know? (laughs) <laughs> this motherfucker's an XFL quarterback at
1: best. Yeah, but oh, hold on, hold, hold on. on. He shouldn't have been benched. He's only benched because McDaniels is a bitch. Let's be real. Well, Daniels McDaniels has well, this in Denver, bitch. too.
0: Derek Carr's a bitch who walks by faith and not by sight. Da, 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 da. Shut the fuck up. Did you see Stidham walk around with his nuts hanging like, motherfucker, oh, I'm a well. motherfucker. That is who Matt McChesney wants to play for. You've told me that personally. I'd rather oh, play God. for a rider ass quarterback than this motherfucker claiming he's a God-fearing man who won't take a chin shot in the fucking face and throw a touchdown.
1: I'm not going to get in on Carr's religious standings or anything, but I'm not going down that road. But I will say this, Stidham looks really good uh, and looked like he has better control of an offense that McDaniels wants him to run than Carr. Carr, that, what, look, I don't care about him getting benched. That happens to the best of us. I do not like the fact that he's not at the facility.
0: Yeah, because it's bitch made.
1: Like that, that really bothers me. And that, oh, wait, who, who, what are you saying? How are you saying this in regards to him or the franchise? Hold on. on. They didn't tell him to leave. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. There's no, there's no, there's no facility coach or GM on earth that's going to be like, Matt, we're going to put you with the twos this week. Just go home and drink some hot chocolate and think about it. That's what I'm saying. What the fuck are we talking? Like, everybody you else. you got a league. job, right? Like, why is it okay for me to take a demotion and I have to act like a man and be stand-up and go to work and act like a professional, but the $40 million quarterback doesn't have to? Why? What the fuck is with the different standard? That's what's really bothering me about this. Like, if you look at, at the Raiders, I know that McDaniels just wants to get Carr out of the room because it'll be a distraction and he doesn't care, but that sets a different standard for the rest of the players. You look at the Broncos and like Russell Wilson having his own stretch team in his own office and his own office at the the stadium where he gets ready with the, you know, outside of the team in the locker room and everything else that's catered towards him. What, why is it like the quarterback and the rest of the team? I thought it was supposed to be us. Like, I thought we were in this together and shit. Like You want me to protect for you, but you're not going to, you're not going to ride with us. So Man, it, it really, it's really, it, it's crazy. I'm mean, This this era that we're living in with how much emotion plays into everything and people's feelings and things of that nature. I didn't grow up in a, and maybe I'm just a, a caveman, but I'm not saying your emotions aren't valid out there in the world, but they're damn sure not important, more important than facts. Like people's emotions are not more important than what's actually happening. So I'm not going to put people's emotions on the same plane as, you know, the the importance of winning a football game. And right now, it seems like the Raiders were like, "Well, Carr's going to be so emotional about this that he can't be in the room." Well, uh, so that's
0: so fucking. That like, it's so bitch made. The fact I,
1: that he would leave too, like, you want me to just leave for two weeks? Fuck you! Hey, I'm not leaving. What?
0: What if Stidham gets hurt? Hey, this is again the era that we are in now let me ask you this is a faith-based man
1: oh god i don't want to talk about religion i'm a godless heathen atheist
0: (laughs) i know i know and that's why i like bringing this up this is a faith-based man what happened to your faith homie what happened to your faith in yourself you're telling me you lost faith in yourself you fake fuck You shitty motherfucker. Take your soft fucking ass. I don't ever want to see you again in an NFL facility. I will never, ever sign that soft fucking pussy to play quarterback for me. Ever. If I seen what he just did. You can't take a backup role. You can't be yelled at as a coach. Are you going to quit when you get yelled at? Are you going to leave the fucking facility? Hey, I've seen Pete Carroll demote his wideout coach and make him a fucking GA. Guess what? He stayed... Because if you leave, you're going to be fucking bashed on recommendations to the next place.
1: Bro, I, I've watched – it's happened to me 10 times in my career, oh, probably. Come on, Like every one of my friends has happened to. In the NFL, it happened to guys constantly where one week they're benched and two weeks later the guy that they put in it goes down and all of a sudden you're back and they need you again. Like it, it, the um, this is what I'm talking about. Derek Carr and his emotional roller coaster he's on – crying after games and then being up and then being down and i'm not good ability and but what do i know i look i i like car more than you but i don't like this this is a red flag well
0: just tell me i was right from the jump and you
1: said you were wrong fuck
0: off just we could be best friends again (laughs) um Uh, (laughs) hey alexander backs up his shit talk shuts down justin jefferson um I, it it good, ain't bragging if it's true. If you talk shit and you back it up, dog, I, I, you cannot say nothing. I don't want to hear about anything other than, oh, it's cousins. Cousins is shitty. No, fuck you. He guarded the motherfucker sixty-seven percent of the snaps. He told him before the game, "I'm locking you up. You're overrated," and he locked him up. One catch, five yards, or twenty-five I yards. Love that
1: shit, I, I, I love it when players do this when they put their nuts out pre-game. Yes, rather than post game, yes. I even if he yeah. went out there and got oh, yeah. torched, even if he went out there and got torched by Jefferson, I'd still have more respect for him than him just being after the game being like "oh fuck him, he sucks, look what I did." No, tell tell everybody what you're going to do beforehand and then go do it and I, again, this is kind of like why I'm so freaked out about the Packers if I'm in the NFC. If you're an NFC team and the Packers are rolling this way, not only are they doing it because of swag and confidence on defense, that defense looked really good and really fast the other day against Minnesota. And now Aaron Rodgers and, and Jones and Dylan in the backfield, just tearing up yards. I mean, age eight or Jones is hitting the outside and the, the zone read and the fucking reverses and everything else like clockwork. And I'm telling you, bro, Dylan is North and South, like a fucking freight train right now. So, it all comes shout out point.
0: to Emilio in the chat. He, he, he dropped Dizzy Dean. Dizzy Dean and my grandfather played professional baseball together. Uh, so a lot of people don't even know who Dizzy Dean is. I don't know, Emilio, how old you are, but uh, great shout out. Uh, let me ask you this, Matt. Green Bay and Tampa, we both agree, are a problem if they go in. They both are on the winning streak, and uh, they're starting to look better than they have all year. It's a wrong time to look good for the NFC, who I don't know if I have a lot of great faith in. The Eagles, the Cowboys, and even the Niners with the Brock Purdy, who I think you're going to be—he's going to be figured out here
1: very shortly. The top three um, seeds in the NFC are all susceptible to getting beat in the opening week, or I guess first first seed will be division round.
0: I agree. Uh, are you looking forward to the national title game?
1: Oh shit, bro! I, I think it's going to be a great game. I mean, it, hats off to TCU for what they did. And I'll get out of here after this. But what what they did was astounding. I mean, they came out and just boat raced Michigan. I didn't see that coming. Uh, and then, the you know, the Georgia-Ohio State game was a hell of a contest. And the refs, they need to figure out what they're doing with the refs in college football because this, like, SEC squad or a Pac-12 officiating crew doing a, a playoff game with a Big Ten team and an SEC team and, like, there's different rules, and the way things are called is fucking ridiculous. Um, but that was a great game, too. You know, how state had a chance to win it in the end, and they had many chances to close the door on Georgia, and Georgia wouldn't be denied. So, look, I think Georgia will probably beat the shit out of TCU, and it'll just be a wrap. But I would love, I would fucking love to see TCU win the national title. I think it would be dope. Yeah,
0: like, do. Look, it,
1: it, it gives, it truly gives anybody in the country next year, faith that their team can go do it they were negative like they were plus fucking 2000 or something to win the national title this year they were five and seven last year for god's sakes they lost your best player to the transfer portal he went to old miss the the running back that lewis kid i wonder how he feels he'd probably be a heisman candidate if he stayed if he stayed the course in transfer so you know uh coach dykes has got them humming and i'm telling you it's not like Georgia's defense didn't show a ton of cracks. They got fucking tore up by CJ Stroud, so I'm sure uh, that's why I think Georgia State. dominates. That's why I think Georgia
0: dominates. I don't think they're going to have a letdown on defense again. I think that I don't think I. Me and Zach called it out. We said that Ohio State's going to expose Georgia. Georgia has never played any whiteouts like they saw the other day, and I thought Ohio State, if 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 what's his name don't get hurt, Justin Junior, if he don't get hurt, dude, that game's over.
1: That's what I'm saying. They had many opportunities to win it and just
0: couldn't. Uh, before it. you get out of here, is there a big difference? I know, and you. I want you to be as unbiased as possible, even though you cannot be because you live in the body of a lineman. Lane Johnson's expected to miss the remainder of the regular season with an abdominal injury, but he's chose not to have surgery because he's trying to play. I don't believe there's any skilled player in the fucking league that would try to do that. I believe so linemen have have a different different mindset because they have more investment in the fucking sport. I just truly believe that. That's why I love O linemen and D linemen. O and D I think O linemen are a little tougher. Um,
1: what do you think? I look. I I have strong feelings about this topic. And during my time playing, I played with a broken leg and double pulled growings and like dislocated elbows and just casting up my ankle to go playing championship games and shit. And I I agree. I've seen some skilled players play through some pretty ruthless shit, but their game is so determined on explosiveness and being able to run. And my game isn't. Like I I can take, I can cast up my foot and limp around the field and still play physical in a phone booth. But I can't run like that. So it's.
0: Ronnie Lott was a hand thing. So, you know, that was. But I don't know a lot of safeties that have cut off their finger to
1: play right now. I mean, that's some pretty, that's some pretty gangster shit right there. Um, (laughs) It's it's a different world. I always say this, like there's, there's one game of football, but there's, there's two, there's three different types of football players. There's, or there's four. There's special teams guys. There's quarterbacks, there's skill players, and then there's linemen. And linemen, I don't need I don't even need a fucking ball to play football. All I need is like a phone booth and another dude and we can pass rush. So it's it's a different world that we live in. And I look, I regret playing hurt as much as I did, but I also wear it as a badge of honor because people fucking know you're tough and you play through shit. So it's it just depends on how you look at it.
0: Joey B said he want, he listened to you daily on your show on uh on up there in Denver. He's in Denver too. Um, yeah, I'll
1: be on in about an hour, brother. So.
0: Hey, safety Derwin James got ejected for helmet to helmet hit. I thought it was a football hit. I didn't think it was helmet to helmet at all. Um, I, I just continue to I, I just can't stand the softness. Um,
1: the targeting rules. The targeting rules are getting out of hand.
0: Did you think that was uh, legit?
1: No, I thought it was horseshit. I mean, if you want to flag him, you you can flag him, but don't, he shouldn't be kicked out of the game for that. I mean, he's just making a football play. If he runs up there and and like, and you know, titty bumps him and just kind of, and he runs for the first down, everybody's going to call him soft. So, I mean, what are we talking about?
0: Good. We're best friends again. (laughs) Hey, I appreciate you dog and happy new year. Keep killing it. And, uh, Wait till you see my studio. I got to get you out of here, man. I'm going
1: to have a Super Bowl party. Amen, brother. I'll see you tomorrow morning. All right, bro. Later. please
0: Flag football may be next. Who knows? I don't know. Shit. This is going to be interesting, to say the least. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Nick Foles. Is he hurt? Is he not? I don't know. Nick Foles was supposed to start the rest of the season. Um, obviously, he got hurt the other day. I don't know if he's back or not. I don't know whether significance of the injury is uh after the whole jeff saturday thibodeau fucking rant um we'll see what happens i don't know i'm gonna uh i'm gonna give me a cup of coffee man and i'll be right back pound the like button subscribe become a member i'm gonna break down justin fields and why i think he's a running back and not a quarterback and i'm also gonna break down Deshaun watson and Got to give you a little insight on Joe Golding, the UTEP head basketball coach who gave three pit football players rides to El Paso uh, to get to a team meeting. I thought that was pretty good as well. Uh, we're going to get into all of those things uh, right here. And don't miss Last Chance Q, New Year edition. We're back tonight live, 5.15 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Coach A.B. Show. Sean Salisbury and I are going to get into some fucking football film And we're going to show a lot of it. We got a shitload of new NFL film. Shout out to NFL Films and all the people that made this happen and allow me to show it on YouTube. We're going to break that down tonight. If you don't know, subscribe to our Patreon today located in my bio link. And uh, we are going to have Patreon jumping with film and data and information from scripting to PowerPoints. You name it. We're going to have it. Last Chance Cues airs tonight. Watch this two-minute clip. I'll be right back. segment of this show. Um, we're moving right along. Um, first and 10 is uh, brought to you by CannadipCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB, CannadipCBD. We're right here, first down. It's first down. Uh, we're going to get into this um, This uh, this show, first and 10, right on the bottom there. Um Trevor Lawrence is he a bust, Sean? Uh, that is the question right now—the ten million dollar question—because that's what he's going to end up wanting uh, in his first rookie contract deal that he's going to end up expiring next year. Uh, he's probably going to want fifty million dollars. Who knows what they get now? It's, the market has just been set so high, um, and I got to be devil's advocate, Sean. Uh, I can't you wait to hear on you. You quitting on him? I you can't let him already. No, Jason Whitlock asked me the other day. Is he thinks he's a bust? And I said, listen, first of all, this guy went into let me just go start here. Let me start here, Sean. You know better than anybody. How many quarterbacks can you name on your finger, on your hand that has gone to a horrible organization and has been the uh, blossomed, been good, been great. I mean. Peyton Manning, I believe, without Ed, you know, he had to get Edron James at the right time. He had to get Marvin Harrison at the right time. Troy Aikman, he had to get Emmitt. He had to get that old line. He had to get Michael Irvin at the right time. Uh, his first year, he went 1-15, in 15, Sean. So, like, how many guys really blossom on bad organizations? And I got to be devil's advocate here, Sean. Trevor Lawrence went into a team last year with Urban Meyer, who rather not fly back with the team, who was a college guy, just not, was not ready. College guys don't translate to the NFL. NFL guys don't translate to college. I don't care what you say. There's only been two humans in the world that has done both, Jimmy Johnson and Pete Carroll. So I don't see it. I think the guy deserves a chance. I think he's talented. Um, I just – I, I, I just asked the question, Sean, what is Eli Manning if he didn't demand a trade right. when he got drafted by the Chargers? Is he Phillip Rivers? We have to get to the point. And so let's coach it up, Sean. I want to sh- coach you up real quick, and we're going to get to why buzzwords are important. So we're doing an angle tackle drill here, okay? So you understand there's four cones here. Yep. This running back right here, Sean, he has to try to score, but he can only make one cut and get vertical. Here's the cone. That's the touchdown. This cone right here is the touchdown. This guy on defense, Sean, has to take the air out. That means get to this side of the line of scrimmage fast as possible. Take the air out to avoid that one cut by the running back. So, for instance, we're buzzwording this, and I'm sitting there yelling. And here we go. We're going to blow the whistle. We get to that damn cone. That is horrible. You're not taking the air out. Your eyes are down. You're not running your feet, which is another buzzword. Run your feet. Run your feet. Take the air out. Now you're coaching. You're coaching fast. You're getting terms through to your kids that they hear. Now it is becoming a through osmosis. I'm learning. So, so I'm a seventh. I'm an eighth grader coach, and you're going to be my coach next. Year. You want the air out. So you're telling me as a defender, the air out basically is another way of saying close the distance between you and the back. Who's going to make the cut? play in his backfield so he doesn't have that cut ability correct we want to play on their side of the football we want there to play on their side of the line of scrimmage we want to get to their side of before they get to us so we Perfect. need to take the air out so he can't bury Sanders my ass right so this guy right here is waiting for this guy to make a move You're law you lost son Barry Sanders is going to give you a boop 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 and shake your ass Boop, 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 shake your ass. Hey, I appreciate you guys joining me today. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member if you're not one. Um, become a member on your uh, laptop or desktop. I think it's kind of hard on your phone. I don't really know how to explain how to do it on your phone. So you have to do it on a desktop. And make sure you guys hit the bell notification so you know when I'm on. Appreciate you guys blowing up this Talk That Talk Tuesday. I want to break down some Justin Fields. I believe he's a running back in a uh, thrower's body. He's not a passer. He cannot pass efficiently enough to make a very sustainable career in the NFL. I think he is a uh, thrower of the football. Great athlete. Great talent. Good kid. Uh, I just don't think he's sustainable. You can hate me if you want. People hate me for saying it. It blows my fucking mind. You are mad at me because I tell you what's on true on film. What you see in the eye in the sky. Don't lie. You're mad at me because I tell you he was 6 of 14 and threw and ran the football for 200 yards. <laughs> like where is that winning a Super Bowl? By the way, the Bears are fucking 3 and 13. So shut the fuck up. But what do I know? He is not sustainable. He's not You guys talk all that shit about me saying the truth, but the truth is he's not very good at quarterback. He is a freak of nature who awes the novice fan. You guys sit here and look at him and in awe of his athletic prowess. You think he's so good. He's not good. I do give away, Sanders, for members. If you're not a member, I give you this. Eat a dick. That is my giveaway. These nuts, those are my giveaways. So become a member, and then you'll get a giveaway. We are starting the giveaways back in all honesty. Um, We're giving away, we're doing raffles, and we're going to do trivia questions again um, this year. We're waiting to get completely in the new studio, so we can be in there chilling. Um, We're going to have a different vibe for the morning compared to the live chat late evening shows that we do in there. And I'm going to have live guests in that studio as well. Um, my boy Roundtree, uh, Los Angeles Charger running back, who was promoted to the active roster, will be my first live guest in the studio. And he's going to come down to the house. We're going to get into the studio, smoke a stick, and chop up real-life banter. We will do that in the studio first, and then I'll have other guests live. And then if they're not live, they'll be like this, and we'll be on the show. So, yeah. Um, Appreciate you um, on all those things. But yeah, uh yeah, become a member. It's only $1.99, Sanders. See that Sanders, I lose hope in this generation because you all want something for free without doing it. You don't want to do shit for it. You don't want to earn it. Like. Pay $1.99 a month, dog. At least I'll feel better when I sleep at night knowing that I gave you a $40 item. See, a lot of you motherfuckers just want, want, want. But you don't give, give, give. You don't give shit. You don't earn shit. You want, want, want for absolutely nothing. Well, I don't work that way, homeboy. I make motherfuckers earn their keep, earn their, prove their worth. If more people did it, we'd have a better fucking world to live in. Daniel Coach, a new member. Shout out. Um, you will figure it out or he won't, Kyle. I mean, that's just the reality of it. You gonna figure it out or you won't. I, 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 You know, we don't have time to fucking sit here and fucking debate it. <laughs> it is what it is, but I'll tell you this. You ain't getting a squirt of piss from me for free. Motherfucker, if you want a squirt of piss, you better open wide. You ain't getting it for free. Why what up? Sanders needs his mom to Venmo me, Venmo him. So once he gets that, he'll become a member. If your mom has to Venmo you $1.99, you should go out live on YouTube and castrate your motherfucking self. You have to go out right now. You should go out and castrate your little wee wee. Nobody's gonna miss it anyway. But you should castrate your motherfucking self if your mom has to Venmo you a dollar 99, homeboy. I'm just gonna be real. We already know you're a troll. We already know that you're a troll. So that's not, you could report. You want, he wants to report me. Hey, am I not a good judge of character or not? Let me, let's keep it real. Am I not a good judge of character? Do I, do I not know a shitbird and a fake troll or do I? Do I not? I'm too good, dog. I, I literally, I know these fake fucks. Hey, Sanders, do you think I give a fuck if you report me? really think I give a fuck? I'm not talking about shit, motherfucker. You ain't my producer, bitch. Motherfucker, I'm your daddy. I nutted you out. You ain't my daddy. Dumb motherfucker. Um... Yeah, Block Bits made Sanders. Jo, uh, Joe Golding, UTEP head basketball coach, he gave three pit football players rides to El Paso to get to team meetings um, the, the following day for the Sun Bowl after flights got delayed. Golding's sister is married to Sonny Dykes, if you didn't know this. So the head basketball coach at UTEP's married to Sonny Dykes, and Golding was trying to get home from vacation, and the ride took six hours. He overheard the players talking about needing to go to El Paso in the morning, and he stepped up and took them. Kudos to him. Shout out to him. And uh, that's a great, great job for a guy to allow an opposing team to play uh, a team that, you know, the guy married his sister. Hey, shout out to the guy. You know why? Because he understands athletics and sport and team. He understands those things. So kudos to him. Uh, Buda Baker's expected to miss the final game with a shoulder injury. Of course he does. Dog, uh, no, I'm just over the shit. I'm over the softness. I'm over the softness. Um, Let's play a game. Bree Black's in the house. What up? What up? What up? Hey man, not too many co- not too many kids are fit the Maserati dog. I'll be honest, not too many kids are fit in the maserati. Lamar Jackson's a whole other beast. We don't know what's going to happen with Lamar Jackson, but let's go through this league, all right? The Patriots. Drop your drop your in the chat. Do the Patriots make the playoffs? The Jets are eliminated. They have to beat the Dolphins this weekend. The Jets got to beat the Dolphins. Can the Jets beat the Dolphins? The Dolphins are on a five-game skid. I think it's mental with the Dolphins. I think it's mental with the Dolphins, kid, Puggy and Jake Smith and Gorian. I think the Jets beat them because if you cannot get your team to win their last game of the season, you don't have an opportunity to make them excel next season, even though you're not going to the playoffs. I think that Salah has to get this team to rise and send Miami home. So that is my personal opinion as a coach perspective. They got to get the most out of this team this year before they go on break and get right for next season. The Jets are going to win the game because I think Sala is going to get in their ass and get them to win. Now, Jacksonville Jaguars, Titans, Tennessee Titans. I love Doug Peterson. I love what Trevor Lawrence is doing. I love how they're running the football. I love how they're playing defense. Can the little brother get over the big brother's hump? Man, I hate going against Vrabel in a back against the wall scenario. I think Vrabel gets the most out of the least. And I think in any other moment, I would say, you know what, they're going to beat the shit out of the Jags. But I got to go with the Jags, dog. I think the Jags are going to win the D- the division. They're going to be in the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence is coming out. This is his coming out party. This is really his rookie year with an NFL real coach. And I want to be clear though. I hate saying real coach because Urban Myers is as real as it gets. Okay, he is one of the top five best college football coaches ever. I put him up there with Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, uh, Bear Bryant. Um, I put him in that category, Urban Meyer. Having said that, um, Doug Peterson understands the NFL landscape. He understands NFL football. He understands differences in NFL. And he has gotten the most out of Trevor Lawrence. Having said that, I believe this is his coming-out party. I believe the Jacksonville Jags are taking over that division as the Colts flounder. That means sink to all you fucks out there that don't understand real talk, education. So, having said that, I think that Jacksonville is going to get it done, and they're going to represent the AFC South. And uh, I'm rocking with it. I'm staying with it. Staying with it. So... The Green Bay Packers. Let's move over to the NFC. Do the Green Bay Packers get in the playoffs? Yes or no? Drop your thoughts in there. Before we move on to the Bucs. Do the the Packers get in the playoffs? I got to think they will. Um, I got to think Aaron Rodgers is going to beat Detroit. And I think they get in the playoffs. That's just my personal opinion. I think they get in the playoffs. Um, What do you guys think? I think they get in. I think that... I think they get in and actually win a game. I think they get in and win a playoff game, Bree. I think they get in and win a playoff game. And who knows where this team goes. I mean, we've all been talking shit about them this whole year, how shitty they are and blah, 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 and, 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 and how... How Aaron Rodgers is gone and how he's leaving. Kudos to Aaron Rodgers for persevering. Kudos to the head coach uh, Lafleur. Kudos to the wideouts buying in, getting better little by little, and get give Aaron Rodgers and Dylan the rock. Play good defense out there with kill uh, Patrick on this on the on the edge they have a good secondary who's finally living up to expectations we all thought they had a great defense coming into the season they've underperformed and now they're starting to play better and the Packers are very very formidable force going into the playoffs if they can get in so um, we're gonna see how that works out The Tampa Bay Bucks, led by Tom Brady, are they going to get in the playoffs? I do not know. I do not know if they can get in the playoffs. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, not playoffs. Can they win a playoff game? They're already in the playoffs. Can they win a playoff game? I don't know. They're going to have to play Eddie Manyweather's Dallas Cowboys first, I believe. That's where it looks like. And I'm not going to bet against Tom Brady. I don't give a fuck. I don't think Dak Prescott, has the balls to beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. I don't believe he has the nuts. I don't believe he's made for the... I don't believe he has the it factor. I don't believe he has the it factor. Um, I believe that he's going to win. I believe he's going to beat... Um. Dak Prescott. I'm just telling you right now. That's my personal opinion. That's what I believe is going to happen. We already know the Raiders are out. The Eagles are floundering. We don't know how they are. Jalen Hurts comes back. When he comes back, he must have more of an injury than we think. Uh, Minshew's not the guy, obviously. I don't believe Jalen Hurts is that guy, but he is also much better than Minshew in this offense because of his feet. Jalen Hurts' feet cause other teams problems just so we're clear his feet is why he has success with the eagles so uh jason whitlock's catching heat on twitter right now i don't know what he said but i know this i'm on his show in about an hour so he is going live today i believe And I'm the first one on there with Steve Kim. So tune in to Jason Whitlock today. I don't know what's going on with him right now. I haven't seen anything he's tweeting, but are you shocked? (laughs) I'll be on his show here today, this morning. Uh, He called me last night, wanted me to pop on because they're doing a little bit of different things this this week and his show platform and how they're approaching it. So I will see. uh, I'll be on that show later on today. Um the Ravens they are floundering. Lamar Jackson's been injured for quite a while. I told you he's not sustainable. I told you what's going to happen. I told you these things happen. Um so it is what it is. I don't know what Skip Bayless said. I didn't really I don't give a fuck. I don't really look at that shit. So, I don't really look into it and I don't really look that deep into it. But I do know this. If you say anything, the dick writers are going to talk shit and cancel you. It doesn't matter what you say. So I just stopped saying it. I I mean, sorry, I just stopped reading it. I don't care. I'm going to say what I say every day. I don't really give a fuck what you say. So let me pull up what Skip Bayless said. God damn. Like, like, do I give? I don't give a fuck. All right, here we go. Skip Bayless on Demar Hanlon. FS1 should fire offensive TV shock jock. See, look, first thing that pops up, we should fire Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless sick tweet following Demar. <laughs> J.R. Alexander blast Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Okay, so what's Shannon Sharp say? All right, let's see what's going on because now I don't know anything about it. Tell Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless they need to watch what they say when they talk about me. You feel me? They need to watch what they put out, talking about he, he's a good corner. I'm a great corner, Alexander told reporters. Okay, so this is something else. This is something else. That is not about that at all. So, so they're talking shit about that too, huh? All right. Skip Bayless said, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. But how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Okay, so what is going on? Like, why is this such a big fucking deal? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just confused. Des Bryant says we need to cancel Real Skip Bayless ASAP. Listen, I don't like Skip Bayless. I don't listen to Skip Bayless. I don't really give a fuck about Skip Bayless. But when did the freedom of speech end in America? When did the freedom of speech end in America? I'm confused. I don't give a fuck. So what I read from this tweet, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. Okay, he says, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the game. But how do we do it is what he said. The late in the season, this late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome. So with that being said, I get why everyone is mad because we live in a soft community society. Everybody thinks Skip's being insensitive. He asked a legitimate question. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game. However, how do they do so? When this late in the season is the first Part that is insensitive, apparently, and according to everyone that's going to try to cancel him. That is what I'm reading right now. Am I wrong? Is that what I'm reading? I'm very confused as to why this is so big of a deal. Is this a big deal? Then he came out and tweeted Nothing is more important than that young man's health. That was the point of my last tweet. I'm sorry if this was misunderstood. But his health is all that matters. Again, everything else is irrelevant. I prayed for him and will continue to. <sighs> Dog, I, I don't really, I don't really give a fuck, man. Do I, I don't really give a fuck? I don't give a fuck. Somebody on this chat and somebody listening to this show will try to put me in with Skip Bayless after what I just said. I don't give a fuck about that either you don't understand i think everyone should be able to say what the fuck they want to say and if you don't like it you confront them as a man in person and say i don't appreciate what you said to me you want to get fucked up or you tweet about it like a bitch made cat now if you can't handle the truth then say the fuck out of my fucking twitter line get off my feed motherfucker don't fucking read my shit How about you don't follow what I said, Des Bryant? I can't stand the bitch-made shit. We need to cancel Skip Bayless ASAP. That, to me, is bitch-made. Don't fucking listen, dog. So you can say we need to cancel Skip Bayless, but he can't say what he said. So that makes sense to me. So you have freedom of speech. Skip Bayless don't. See, that's the problem, dog. You cancel culture, fucks, have allowed the freedom of speech to be spewed. I'm I'm sorry, to be skewed. You guys are now on, have a spectrum for where freedom of speech is. You're allowed to say these things, but you can't say these things. You can fucking dance naked in front of six-year-olds as transgender, but you cannot say play an NFL football game after a tragic injury. So now we've skewed the freedom of speech. We've skewed what we can and can't say. Instead of just saying there's an amendment that says we have the freedom of speech, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. I want to cancel Des Bryant for being a fucking woman beater, Motherfucker you bitch-ass motherfucker. See, that's what people don't understand. I want to cancel your bitch-ass. Didn't you hit some girl fucking years ago? I'm curious as to why you aren't canceled, you fucking coward motherfucker. I'm I'm curious as to why all these other cowardly fucks, are we canceling Dana fucking White this morning, motherfucker? He just hit his fucking wife open-handed on TMZ live in Cabo. Are we canceling Dana White today? Is he going to be on Pat McAfee show later on? Motherfuckers, miss me with your fake-ass fucking narrative, homie. You motherfuckers can't handle a real one. You can't handle the truth. So then don't fuck with me. I don't have scabs on my motherfucking knees. Because I don't suck dicks and I don't kiss ass. Sorry. That's just what it is. Let's keep it real. If we are going to continue to try to cancel people. Then let's fucking go all out on everybody. All you soft motherfuckers. Or... Shut the fuck up. If you don't like certain people, then don't follow them. Bruce Helms, shut up. Who the fuck's hating on Pat McAfee? Shut the fuck up. How do you guys all just take I hate on Pat McAfee out of what I just said? (laughs) Holy fuck, some of you guys are... That's what I'm talking about. This is the exact shit I'm talking about right fucking in front of my very eyes. You soft pussies equated what I just said to having beef with Pat McAfee. I have zero beef with Pat McAfee. I and Pat McAfee are very close. What in the fuck are you talking about? Where in the fuck did you take that to where I don't like Pat McAfee all of a sudden? Because I said, is he going to be on Pat McAfee's show later? What does that mean? Let's equate it. He's on the largest YouTube live show in the world. Is he going to be on that show? You dumb fucking idiots. You are so fucking soft that it blows my mind. Because Pat McAfee doesn't have me on his show right now, does that mean we have beef? Holy fuck. You assumption makers are unfucking believable. <laughs> you are unfucking believable. Holy fuck. How about you fucking just shut up if you don't know? That's what I do. If I don't know, I'm not saying it. But you fucking soft, cowardly fucks will make assumptions. And some of you will tweet it out. JB has beef with Pat feet. <laughs> you guys are the fucking bottom feeding epitome of what's wrong with America. Because you assume you think you know what's going on. Me and Pat have absolutely zero beef. I love Pat to death. I love the whole crew. I just talked to Pat and AJ on Christmas. So shut the fuck up. But what I did say is we're not going to cancel Dana White. He'll be on big shows all over America, but we're going to cancel Skip Bayless. Well, where the fuck is that right at? I, I don't know if Skip Bayless has hit a woman, but I know that Dana White has. I'd rather have a guy speak his mind then support a motherfucker who hits a female. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'd rather take a motherfucker to speak his mind than hit a bitch. Female, sorry. I, I meant calling him a bitch. Then hit a female like a bitch-made cat. Bitch-made motherfuckers hit females. Sorry. Dana White is now a bitch-made motherfucker. So, sorry. Don't know if you realize that or not. God damn, some of you motherfuckers are just so soft. You guys are so fucking soft. Kaiser said he's been throwing up for 20 minutes or so. Hey, no, I never slip, Team Cali. I never slip, Team Cali. Why aren't you a member yet, motherfucker? You're slipping. Um, yeah, I don't really, I don't really see all the beef with the Skip Bayless thing. I think your bitch made. See, this is what I don't get. What's what I don't like? Okay, I do not like when you do shit and are a fuck up. Basically, your whole captured life. This is what I mean by captured. Once you become a trending public figure or celebrity, you are captured by all the cell phones in the world, by all the television cameras in the world, by all these global media markets in the world. And since you've been captured, Des Bryant, you've been an absolute shitbird. And now you, who've hit a woman, wants to cancel someone. See, if I was that fuck up, And have been captured on camera hitting a woman and doing certain things. I would go away. I would definitely not try to cancel someone. The audacity of you gives me the worst fucking feeling of hate. And I do not hate any human. Even the ones I don't like. I don't hate humans um I, I don't know i don't know i don't know where to go with that i just just go away dog you're a fucking shitbird you have some nuts on you trying to cancel another motherfucker Because of what he said, which the last time I checked, it has the right to say whatever the fuck we want to say. It's a freedom of fucking speech. That is why apparently Elon Musk supposedly bodied Twitter, but then he started banning people. So he's a hypocrite, too, because he didn't give anybody freedom of fucking speech because he was banning people for saying shit to him. So you are another cowardly fucking cunt who don't understand that what hypocrisy is at the highest level. And subsequently, he's now had to. Give up the reins of Twitter because, you know, I don't think you can handle this fucking heat of all the bots, apparently, that's on Twitter. But that's a whole other scenario. But guess what? We wanted a freedom of speech. So you let this guy Tate. I don't even know anything about this Tate character. I have no idea who he is. Adam Tate or whatever the fuck his name is. I don't know what he is. The the guy from, I don't know where, I don't know nothing about the guy. But apparently he was arrested for child trafficking or apparently or something. I'm I'm confused on this whole thing. So this guy, who apparently all the women says he's misogynistic and all this. I don't know anything about this guy. I've never listened to him. I don't know who he is. Um, having said that, how has he been on every fucking show in America every single day? His popularity has bloomed, and now he's making money hand over fist. And how is he doing all this and not having been arrested before? Like, I'm confused as to what is happening. So, again, I'm talking out my fucking side of my mouth a little bit. I do not know anything about this guy, and I do not know his situation. All I know is he is was out of the country and got arrested. I don't know anything more than that. I don't know who he is. Um, Yeah, so I don't know who he is he's controversial but did he hit a woman that's all i need to know did he hit a woman that's all i need to know if you tell me that he hit a woman and it's verified then he's a bitch made cat too so i'm just gonna be honest let's keep it real he is in the same category as dana white now he's a bitch made cat See, once you cross that threshold with me, I no longer associate myself with you. That is how I operate. That is how I live my life. So, um, Buddy says it's a false allegation. Um, apparently, apparently he slapped one of his girlfriends. Um, So if he slapped the girlfriend, he's a bitch-made cat. I'm just telling you. That's just what it is, dog. Simpson Andrews, do you listen, dog, or do you just hear? With your fake profile, do you listen to what I say, or do you just hear me? I've talked about this female getting hit by a male thing for years on this show. Now, you may not have been with us for years, but I just talked about it earlier today. If you hit a woman, I don't give a fuck if she hits you a thousand times in your face. You are a bitch-made cat. You are a bitch-made cat. If you don't understand this, then... You need to be castrated. So you're telling me that a woman comes up and hits you, that you should just take off on her, right? Because you believe you should hit a woman if she hits you. Because that's the problem with you motherfucking soft pussies. You fucking think you're equal to a woman, and she is equal to you. I, I don't understand, dog. The woman, it, it's a, the man is rough and rugged. He is working on cars, and his fingernails are greasy, and his fucking skin is rough, and he smells of fucking grease. I don't know what he smells of. The woman has her nails and feet done, skin is soft, shaven, oiled or lavendered or lotioned up, whatever. She should be the soft comfort to a grizzly man when he gets home for you to hit that absolutely blows my mind absolutely blows my mind so do you do you know about Zach you you know Zach Smith you know what see i know more than you so do you think i would have him on if i knew he did something you dumb fuck did i just not mention that too if I know more than you know, then you should shut the fuck up. See, you're not even a member. You're a fucking idiot. Well, if Andrew Tate hit a girl, he's not a gangster, my brother. Sorry to break the news to you. I'm sorry to break the news to you. If he hit a female, he is the furthest thing from a gangster. And I'm, I'm sorry that some of you think that Popularity makes you a gangster and a rider and a hustler and a money maker. No. Bitch made cats like the Nelk boys are out here making hand over fist because of being, they were fucking these trendy bitch made cats who blew up by making videos exploiting people like us. If you think that's gangster, you're really, really mistaken.